0: pft media
1: hey you guys hey it's your buddy peter it's 4 20 in the afternoon on november 19th just got done editing episode 168 with my new friend i think i can call him my friend uh eric dennison although i don't know his name at the beginning of it i think i call him eric dennis or something like that because uh i don't know sometimes i'm silly kids sometimes i I'm not so good at this thing. Anyway, uh, Eric came in. And he brought a bottle of rum. That was interesting because I don't I haven't drink rum in a, in a minute. And uh, we we made a rum drink. And we sat down and we proceeded to talk for close to two hours. I edit this one a little bit because uh, I, I tell some of my stories. You guys have heard them, but Eric hasn't. Uh, so it, it goes to about an hour, 40, I think, if these things are important to you. It flies by. lot of music talk. There's a lot of music talk on this. Why? If you don't know who Eric Dennison is, because he's a music guy. He, he, uh, he does something here in town on 104.1 Real Radio that he was doing for years back a while ago. It's called Sunday Night Vinyl. And what he does is uh, he plays the music I grew up listening to. Not necessarily mainstream stuff. Uh, your, your alt rock, alternative rock, as we used to call it when I was a kid, and all kinds, and not just the mainstream. Not, you're not just going to hear... Uh, uh, mexican radio by wall of voodoo you're gonna hear deeper cuts from wall of voodoo you're gonna hear industrial you're gonna hear dance music you'll hear some punk rock you might hear some mainstream stuff too but he's got excellent taste in music he is a walking encyclopedia of that type of music and a lot of other stuff and he just seems like a decent dude uh he came in like i said we, we had some rum drinks we hung out and talked for a bit. Uh, he's back on the radio. It's on Sunday nights on rail radio. I'm sure it's on the internet. And he's got a Facebook group. And he's got a Patreon. And here's what you do. Because because uh, there's a lack of decent music on the radio nowadays. And not necessarily saying new music. And, and I don't pretend to understand new music. I'm not one of those older guys who says that all new music is garbage. There's, there's great new music out there. I'm sure there's millions of new bands out there that I don't know about, but I, I don't care for the most part. And uh, he's playing cool music, you know, and it, and he's playing new cool music also, but it's all around a genre that you're not going to get to hear on the radio very often. So here, here's what I need you to do. In the show notes, there are links to his Patreon. And go and give a buck or two. Uh, it helps him it it helps the uh, the music scene in, in Orlando it helps the music scene in the world because there there's like i said there's a lack of cool music and he, he's doing it right he's absolutely uh, playing stuff from his thought, from his heart stuff that that the world needs to hear uh stuff that might be forgotten a little bit because it wasn't super popular to begin with so even if you're not into that genre of music you know if you didn't grow up in the 80s listening to Susie and the banshees or my life with the thrill cult cult or you uh, or something like that so you get to learn some new music you know and it's it's cool stuff so help help eric out he's a friend of the show um what else i got going on you want some stickers you want a button email me over at scotch and good conversation at gmail.com. join the facebook group we got we it's taken a little while but it's really kind of built up over there we, we I throw some questions out there and usually it's it's a conversation the, the, the last one I, I threw up there on friday i think there's a 205 uh, replies to it and, and so people are having a good job i think i think it's cool and i'm giving away prizes i gave away uh Fifty dollars in gift certificates to a little indie slash will's pub last week, and I'll do it again this week, and I might do it periodically throughout the week. So, and feel free. Also, if you're in the the Facebook group, got a good conversationalist, and you got a band or something cool going on, uh, throw it up there on the page. I mean, what I'd really love for you to do is be involved. Don't just you know throw up, you know, don't just put constant. I'm having a garage sale. Don't do that. But if you got something that's cool, throw it up there. If if you're actually part of the group. I'd love for you to do that if you're just in there to troll and promote your crap don't do that That's not cool. Uh, hey, I got a couple emails about last episode, uh saying that I need to uh, Talk more about my life and i'm not incredibly comfortable with this Uh, I mean i've just talked for four and a half minutes and I I really just said nonsense for the most part but uh, in an effort to be more transparent with you guys, and to so you guys know a little bit what's going on in the old Roseland Studios, I figured I'd just talk a little bit about my week. And here's what's happened. Um, I've gotten to the point with this podcast where I can edit it and do all the uh, the, the like put it on the, the website and set everything up. It takes me a couple hours. I'm not really handy with computers, and I've done a hundred. And well, this is episode 168. So as of last week, I did 167. And the company that I use to do my website, is the exactly the same every single time. And I've gotten to the point where I'm pretty good at it. I, like I said, I can do it in two hours, the whole thing. Maybe maybe three if it's a particularly long-ass episode or if uh, there's a lot of editing going on or, or the person who comes in has a lot of notes and uh, uh, links that I wanna put up there and help them out a little bit. So anyway, I, um, I edited everything, got done around six o'clock, uh, sat down with my wife to have, to have some dinner and I was going to do the rest of it. I don't know if you can hear that. There's a plane going by. One of the joys of recording near the airport. Uh, went down to to sit there on the couch and do some computer work. You know, I've done this a couple of times. And the company that I, I use for my website changed everything. I there, there were things on this website that I that I use for the website that I've, I've never seen before. Not a clue. Didn't have a clue as to what was going on. And I... Um, I don't handle change well. It, it, it's, I, I'm very formatted in my life. You know, I, I like structure. I like things to be in, in the right place. You ever been over my house? It's relatively clean. If something gets out of order, it, it drives my world into complete chaos. So uh, um, I excused myself on the couch once. I, I figured I, I wasn't going to be very, very much fun to, to hang out with. And I think my wife actually got, got up and went to bed. And uh, like, I think that was probably about nine five hours later, I think I got it all figured out. But on the last episode, if you go to the show notes, Ooh, there, there's, there's some mistakes there and I don't know how to fix them. So I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's going to take a little while before I get things back to where I understand how they're going. And if you know me and you talk to me on a regular uh, basis, I'm sorry if, if I'm being a dick this week, cause, uh, I, like I said, I don't handle change. I don't know how you guys do it. Like, I don't know how, in your world, if something gets knocked out of place or if, if something is different from your usual schedule of things, but it, 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 it drove me crazy. I, um, I definitely lost sleep and I'm trying to do the show notes for this one and it's already given me trouble. So it, it might be a long night. I, uh, but we're gonna get there. We got so many big plans for the new year. We got the other podcast that should be coming out uh, in January of next year. It's called Dinner and Good Conversation. And it's pretty much just like this. Only there's gonna be four people. It's my wife and I. You hear me talking about her all the time. And we, we interview local people and there's a food component, which I think is cool. I think that is that a good idea. I, I don't know. Like everything I've learned. I went to broadcasting school as a kid. When I went to broadcasting school, they said don't eat on mic. I'm doing the complete opposite of that. We're eating. We're, four of us are eating on mic, so maybe this isn't a good idea if you're one of those people who can't handle that kind of thing. Because like the first episode, I, I purposely went and got uh, egg rolls because I think that's funny. Is it funny? I think it might be. But uh, we've recorded a bunch. Uh, we've recorded about 10 episodes with a bunch of really cool people. I just got the theme music in today. I'm stoked about that. The, uh, the talented shea Mask, who wrote The Haunting Theme of Scotch and Good Conversation, has composed another masterpiece the haunting theme of dinner and good conversation. And it's even funkier and bluesier. And there's, there's more lyrics than other than just talk about scotch and good conversation. There's actually lyrics to this thing. We're excited. It should be coming out in January. There is a Facebook group called uh, dinner and good conversation. Join it. Uh, we're, we're just starting to build that off the ground. So we're, we're posting stuff about, you know, who we're talking to and what we're eating and stuff. But I think it's going to be just as interactive as, scotch and good conversation list the scotch and good conversation group and uh also we're looking for uh sponsors for that one so if you're somebody with a with a business or you know somebody with a business email me over at scotch and good uh, and our, our, our uh, advertising rate is pretty darn inexpensive and it's a pretty great way to advertise uh we are very centrally located but i'm also in well, Scotch is in over 100 countries. I'm in every state in the nation. So if you are if you want to advertise on Scotch A Good Conversation or the new thing, Dinner and Good Conversation, email me over at scotch good Conversation at gmail.com. That's what's going on in my world. If you have something going on in your world, email me. Uh, scotch good conversation at gmail.com or you can give me a call. I don't remember my phone number, but it's, it's in this episode. I think I say it. Uh, I think that's it. I managed to talk for nine minutes and 45 seconds and I hope I don't sound insane. Uh, I love you guys. Seriously. uh, It's almost Christmas. Be patient with each other. I I think I actually call this the Christmas episode, but I think next week will be the the official holiday extravaganza because it's closer to the holidays. But be patient with each other. We tend to kind of start to get a little, like, insane around those holidays. Take a step back. Tell somebody you love them. Uh, Be nice to each other. Go outside and play. Pet dogs. Have fun. Take care. Peace. I love you. Bye-bye. so much for checking out what i believe might be episode 167 i think this might be also our great big holiday extravaganza i am not exactly sure because i think this comes out right around the holidays so if if my timing's right happy holidays and if not sorry you know i honestly I don't know how to podcast my name is Peter uh, we are in the Roseland studios we are scotch and good conversation we are coming to you from beautiful Orlando Florida and we're like a weekly hang y interview excuse to afternoon drink podcast talky thing here is what we do we find interesting people We turn off our cell phones, we turn off the computer, sometimes we have a drink, and we sit down and just talk, we gab, we have a conversation. Hopefully somewhere along the line, we have a really good time, and hopefully somewhere along the line, you have a good time, and maybe you'll learn something too. If you dig this kind of thing, go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com, you can find each and every one of our past episodes, or we're on, uh, what are we, on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We are on the PFT Radio Network with some very fine other podcasts you should take uh, take and kind of check out a little bit. If you want to get involved, if uh, you want to be part of the show, give us a call. 407-706-9523. That is 407-706-9523. Program in your phone. Just call me. I'm so lonely. Or you can email us over at Conversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Join our Facebook group. That's probably the most fun thing. I give prizes away in there. So that's that's reasons to join. I give away gift cards in case I'll throw somebody out a bottle of scotch. Give away some concert tickets recently. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and we couldn't do any of this without some sponsors. Here is either one or two commercials. I'm not sure right now. 2018. Is almost over you're gonna want to end this year on a high you're gonna want to end this year with something amazing you're gonna want to end this year with something from Orlando Meats stop by the butcher grab something local something amazing from the butcher at Orlando Meats and then on your way out get something to eat from the restaurant side of Orlando Meats it's all amazing it's all local It's all delicious. Orlando Meats is located at 728 Virginia Drive. Local food from local people. End 2018 the right way. Orlando Meats. And tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And it wouldn't be any fun if it was just me talking... Eric Denning, Hattie Denning, right? Denison. Denison. See, I have Denning. Why don't I have Denning? See, Martin, here, you're five <laughs> seconds. I'm already fucking this up. What do we have, Denning? I'm firing.
2: Someone's getting fired. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting a research monkey go. Wait, what? Denning works too, but isn't but, there but a it's road? Not your
1: name. No, but
2: I think there's a road near here. Isn't there like a Denning Road that's I, close by? Sure. So that's, I, I think that's enough it. That works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Right. I'm happy. Thank, you. thank I'm, you. I'm stoked to be here. This is a lot of fun. You um, right?
1: yeah, You said you've listened a little, so so uh, the, I'm just gonna jump right in. These are three things that I know about you. Okay. And right before you got here, I had music playing, and it's it's just your standard internet radio station. And, um, like, right about the time you texted, let me know you were here, The Cure, Why Can't I Be You comes on. And I'm like, holy shit, he's going to think I'm a poser <laughs> and he thinks I'm <laughs> playing weird, weird. Why can't I be you? You, you? you have a radio show. You're very popular. You, that, where, where I was going with that was I got up and turned that off. And because... That just it was just very embarrassing, and I really like the Cure, but uh and I, I, I'm assuming you do too. Yeah, totally. I would have
2: walked in and like, oh, cool, you're playing the Cure, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, but that would be like me wearing your T-shirt. You know, <laughs> you're wearing your T-shirt. I'm wearing but, a T T-shirt. But, I'm sporting it. But you're allowed. Yeah. See, I, I'd be fanboy, and I'm not saying I'm not fanboy, <laughs> but but uh, uh that would it, it, I
2: I panicked real hard and put you know, on something else. I, I struggle. I struggle with wearing the shirt because it has my name on it, and so I, I feel like an idiot wearing a shirt yeah. with my own name on it, but. but- it, but
1: it's but I all, like the shirt it's about branding you know yeah. it's about getting the name out and i i, I get Yeah, I, I have t-shirts you can buy them at the link in my store on my website <laughs> if you want some they're pretty cool um but i don't i don't wear them too ter- like if, if i have an event to do uh, yeah like i'll wear them like if i go on another podcast i usually dress like this or i wear some other podcast uh, especially if it's a video i try to wear another podcast logo on my chest uh Uh, this first thing i know about you is we were just talking about you you're you're back on the radio congratulations you you. were on the radio for a really long time and then you you disappeared for some reason yeah and and, uh, then i stopped listening to the radio um because I got Howard
2: Stern, uh, and I started listening to podcasts. But you're back on, and I'm very glad. And I, I, I'm i super excited. And I, uh, it wasn't something that I thought would happen, because we had been working on it for a little while. You know, uh, I, I know you said you had uh, Jack Bradshaw on here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Jack um, and I have been talking about this for... He's nice. Oh, he's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I know he had wanted to, to get it back. It's just, you know, we were having a lot of issues on how to... Well, a lot of it was me, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, because, like... I wanted to own it yeah. this time, you yeah, know, because last did. time, you know, when I, when yeah. I did it, it was, you know, the making the hourly rate, um, they made me sign a thing saying that anything that was created on real radio was yeah. theirs yeah. Yeah. and, and also nothing happened with it. Like yeah. we didn't grow it. We didn't put it on any other stations or anything mm-hmm. like that. So this time around that, that, that was a real big thing to me So I wanted to be able to actually have some control over what could happen with the show. I'd love the idea of, you know, possibly getting this on other stations. Yeah, and,
1: station, is that what they call it? Yeah,
2: yeah which okay. now you don't even have to <laughs> necessarily be Syndicated because yeah. you know we're, we're all, pretty much every show is almost instantly syndicated. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, streamer, the world. So you're, yeah, you into the choir kids. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you know exactly <laughs> firsthand yeah. what it's like. Not, so, not me. This won't come out for like a month and a half.
1: But <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll be syndicated by the time this comes out. Tell the uh, kids what what it is because I don't think we've mentioned the name of your show.
2: Well, Sunday Night Vinyl okay. is the show, yeah, and yeah. it's a, a mixture of classic alternative, which really covers a spectrum from about the middle to late seventies all the way through the early to middle 90s. Okay, good. But on top of that, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's it's more than just the, you know, Cure de Mode, New Order Smiths type, you know, yeah. classic alternative. You know, I also reach into some of the underground stuff and the B-sides and, yeah, you, you know, you newer music playing some of the new stuff that really fits with the old. So it's 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 hard to really call it just a classic alternative show. Cause it's really not. It just has its foundation in the roots of alternative.
1: When I was a kid, we called it alt rock. Yeah. 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 That that was the, the section that I would go to if I went to a record store totally. uh, and, I'd, and I'd look for the cool kid wearing black with, with, with painted nails and I go, do you have an alt rock section? So like, yeah, and then, cool. And there'd be a little section right there. And then, and I would buy some records. So you you did it for how long? And then
2: you were it's gone about, for a little while. It's about sixteen years, and then it's, eight it's years insane. off. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's but, crazy. Which was weird because when you do something that long, you just kind of expect that it's going to always be there. Yeah. Like yeah. I, every Sunday, I just assumed that I would always be doing it, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, I wasn't. Okay. Like the last show, I didn't even know it was the last show after it happened. Well, I did. Luckily, yeah. I did. But at that time, when I did the last show. You know, uh, I got a call the next day. I said, hey, uh, look, we're from the program director at the time. And she was like, look, um, we're flipping format on the weekends. We're going to go classic rock. So I'm sorry, but last night was your last show and I was like, oh my God, you no, I was like, no, you've got to let, let me do one yeah, more, please. You know, let me at least go back so I can let people know. So it's not just like they tune in. Then next week they tune in and it's gone. Yeah. And that's the Eagles. But, yeah. yeah. So I was like, <laughs> just, at least let me just say bye. And she, yeah. you know, she knew I wasn't going to go on there and like, yeah. you know, yeah. trash you, the station and you all seem that stuff. Nice. I, I'm not going to cause a problem, you yeah, know. So you do I
1: play the punk rock though, so yeah, a, little, I, a, little, a little. I got a little angry. bit
2: of a, that, that angst and edge, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of hidden. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't see it. You look at me and it's like, oh, that guy's a nerd. Yeah. So you're not going to think. You I'm You kind of have a, a dad, dad thing going on. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I've gotten older, it's yeah. yeah I'm it's totally. to the best it's of us. Sad. I, I try so hard to like have some sort of hipness, and it just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if I'm lucky, I can do it with like a pair of shoes or something. I know, right? You know, that will kind of maybe look a little cool, but yeah.
1: Does your wife help you dress? Yes, my wife makes me wear big boy clothes. Yeah, and I always kind of have one like my sneakers are always my.
2: I'm gonna stick it to you (laughs) and the man. I have no control over this. I'm wearing Chuck Taylors. You can't
1: tell me what to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I will say that any sort of style that I have is 100% my wife. Yeah, because it's it's good to have that in your corner. I I don't know if I have room in my brain anymore for trying to like you know. (laughs) look cool uh-huh. you know like when you're younger yeah you, oh yeah it's like it's a huge priority but now i'm just like oh my god i got all this other stuff i have to worry about that yeah, i just like can't life like
1: you yeah, know, life.
2: if it's comfortable i can wear it that, that's kind of where yeah, i am at this it. juncture yeah uh so so you, you did one more show yeah, I did the last show, and, uh-huh. and I was able to say bye, and, and the uh, response was like crazy. I mean, it was like, you know, this is the early days of social media. I mean, mm-hmm. we built that page, the Facebook page. I did say built it. I didn't build anything. <laughs> I, I set up the Facebook Typed page, it. Yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and uh, it, we had been doing it maybe a year And then, you know, the show came to an end. So um, the response on there was crazy. People were like, oh, yeah, tell us where you're going. You know, you you need money. Tell us, you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, no, no, no. I'll let you know. I'll be back in two weeks. I thought that. (laughs) I really did. I thought I was going to. I didn't know where the hell I was going. They
1: need me. I was
2: like. I built that. (laughs) Right. Sure. I I thought the way I was looking at it was like, uh, well, it can't be that hard to just set up an internet radio station. Let me just do that. I'll just do an internet radio station. Yeah, how hard and, is that? And then I, the whole music licensing wall oh, yeah, that I slammed into... There was that. ...with reality was like, oh, crap. Forgot okay, about the radio so,
1: station taking care, taking care of that. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. it
2: was like, okay, I guess um, I'm going to have to sort of table this and figure okay. out what the heck I'm going to do. So, Fast forward eight years later. Eight years later, you know, well, you know, a few years back, we started talking more and more about it. You know, and, and then... You know, they flipped to alternative again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, now this is starting to make, well, kind of. Sort A of. little bit, yeah. A <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> little bit of alternative, but yeah, still yeah. playing some classic rock. It's, it's kind of an interesting it's, mix. It's, it's actually a pretty good mix. It's, I, it's, I don't mind the Eagles occasionally. Uh, or, yeah. you know, Petty, you hear Tom Petty. and a, you Who doesn't know, love Tom Petty? And, yeah, I mean, he's Gainesville boy. I mean, I know, come Florida, on. You, Florida, you, you gotta, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. support Florida. So. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, they, since they kind of went somewhat back in that direction where it made sense to play The Cure again. Um, then we started talking about it yeah. and then it was like I said, you know, how do we make this work to where I can have ownership of this and you know, and you guys are, are happy with the scenario and the scenario ended up being very similar to what, uh, Tom and Dan are doing cool. where, Good for you. you know, I, I go in there, um, I'm bringing in, you know, my stuff and, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I pay, um, the board yep. uh casey who's handling the board yeah um you know so i'm not an iheart employee good you know so i'm a contractor and uh and so, you, you own it and i own it so right now um nothing is coming of that It's. Pretty much like I, I spent like it. three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so I know I'm not. Well, cool expecting your chat son. I'm not, you're gonna be okay. I am worried about it you overnight. But, <laughs> but I, I, I look, we covered the cost <laughs> to pay for Casey. So that was my main thing. Was like, I was like, man, I got to make at least enough to cover him. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, or well, your uh, wife's gonna get mad at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like, yeah, hey, no. not only are you
2: doing this thing like leaving the house, but you're also not bringing anything in, and you're paying to do it. You
1: you're know, podcasting so, basically. No, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, well, I, I know one thing is you have a Patreon, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So tell the kids about that because I looked at that and that's pretty slick and I feel
2: like someone's giving you some money. So good, good. We've that's gotten important. The start. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a good start now. But I think, you know, um, it's hard to get people to – Agree to pay you if they can't hear what it is you're doing for them, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the way that's set up is the podcast that I'm doing it's just a short, you know, 15 minute. I've only done two of them. My third one I'm doing tomorrow. Okay, um, and it's it's just a short thing where I'm you know kind of going over uh, music news of. Classic alternative. Things yeah. that have happened. Reissues that are coming out this week. Um, you know, like Sinead has been in the news the last two weeks. She's in again. I'm going to be talking about her tomorrow. She's a little nutty, isn't she? She's really going off the deep yeah, end. Yeah. Like, the, the most be. recent thing that she did yeah. is... Uh, I don't know if you even heard it, but she is totally... Denounced white people like she says. I never want to speak to a white person ever again. I feel like that most of the time. <laughs> I do that when I will look in a
1: mirror. You're the last <laughs> white person.
2: <on> <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I feel like that's kind of extreme. To I always feel like it's extreme to generalize an entire group. She is a white person, right? Yes, last is, time yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes, but but I don't think she believes that she is. She's converted to uh, Islam, and, okay. and so you know, lots going on with her right now. <laughs> I can get but, behind a lot of
1: these decisions, but but it's you know. Some it, I don't understand, you know. It's, it's a... what makes the world go round. But that's good cuz that that that's something. So that's uh, so if, if I leave a buck on on the Patreon,
2: what, what's yeah, it called? It's, it's, it's... uh patreon.com uh-huh. and uh you it's the easiest way to find me is just search Eric Dennison. It's E R I K Dennison. should write that D-E-N-N. down. E N N Don't put Denning, cuz you won't get me. Okay, but Denison. if you put in D E N N I S O N that will bring you to my page put that and my last there, too. you know, it's all the different it, you've seen how they have it set up. You have the different tier levels. So I do you know a dollar for the podcast and then there's five dollars if you want the podcast and the twitch which mm-hmm. is going to be a monthly thing that i'm going to do oh, we're going to get the twitch yeah because i thought you know it'd be cool to do like a video interactive thing Do I you know how actually, to do that i've never done it before <laughs> but i i've watched uh tom and dan i talked to tom about it and and, and dan and they yeah, both they, were like it's super cool
1: they're you know, it's- very nice about helping anybody who asks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll
2: the, the dan
1: will he'll tell you you want to get a podcast I'll, I'll text you what I have you know yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, he'll say I did all this for like under 500 bucks you yeah know, he, I, think I think that was what they started with that's pre-twitch yep
2: you know and, uh, and now I mean they're, they're, they're a monster the oh, studio's awesome they're, I mean a, they're a monster in this beautiful, community beautiful beautiful yeah, what they have going on yeah but. yeah so that's how it is. I structured those, you know. So I have the Twitch thing, and then another one is, you know, includes a mix CD, which I'm finishing up this week. Are you allowed to do that legally? Yeah, because I'm not. Oh, you're selling not selling it. it. I'm not selling the CD. So, and I'm it, selling it's this not, pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. It's kind of yeah. 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 Um, so that's the way around that. Is yeah. like, you know, I'm not, I'm not actually physically it's you know, a going gift. out and selling. Yeah, it's like, hey, if you're gonna support at this level, then I can give you this CD as well. And then on the thirty-dollar one, it's you're getting a T-shirt, which I met with. Um, um, the guys from Anson Stoner, their creative agency. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, and uh, I met with them, and they're working on the logo for Sunday Night Vinyl. Cool. So we're going to get that, and so I can start making the you know cool. the Patreon exclusive shirt and that kind of thing. But the show is called The Ups and Downs. Okay. So that's, that's where the, it that's gets the podcast. Yeah, that's okay. where it gets a little confusing. It's like you know, I think people are seeing it, and they're like, "Well, what's what's the ups and downs, and what, now, how am I, is this supporting Sunday Night Vinyl? Because that is directly supporting." Sunday Night Vinyl. Okay, good. The Patreon. Okay. So and the way we structured it with uh, with iHeart, I always want to call them Clear Channel, but mm-hmm. iHeart is that uh, you know I can sell sponsorship time. Yeah. You know, so we've gotten our first sponsor. We have a remix record shop. Cool. And I'm gonna try to you know they start. just moved right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're in the same plaza. They just moved like a, couple like doors a bigger down. space. Bigger space. It, it's a uh, really nicely laid out. It Who's smells that dude? new. Uh, Nate is uh, the the one of the owners, and then also Cliff T. Okay, I
1: I knew there was a a relatively big Central Florida slash Florida slash national DJ. Yeah, Nate Nate
2: has been in this uh, er, scene for a while and done quite a bit Um, musically. It's it's more uh, Cliff, you know, as far as handling a lot of the ordering, purchasing, and Smiling Dan, who I've worked with. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 been around forever too. Yeah, yeah, he's working in there. and uh, Jeff, another DJ, has uh, been you know is working there as well. So they they've got a good crew, you okay, know. It's, it's, and I'm excited to have you know somebody who wants to be a part of SMD. Yeah, well, that's so. that's just it. Is and, and
1: and you're representing Central Florida, and it's something something cool and organic, and and you know and, and I I love what you do, you know. And I did listen a couple uh, the first night. I, I listened you. a little bit. I'm not in my car, and I don't have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I I always. I tell people, you know, I, I'm not the yardstick by which cool is measured in this town by any stretch of their imagination, <laughs> but but I I you do bring something. You did bring something to town, and you you're going to bring something again. And, and that is to me. I mean, you, you see the room. I mean, I love music. Yeah, and to totally. me to me that's like the most important thing. I think that's part of the reason I stopped listening to 104.1 for a while was because of the change in the format.
2: Yeah, it's been yeah. a problem with radio in general, yeah, you know, it's, it's with, just with them getting so far away from what really matters, which is, you know, the uh, artistic integrity yep. and, and, you know, musicianship and, you know, more than just uh, looking at numbers and saying that, you know, well, you know, this many people like you know uh, Led Zeppelin, so let's keep playing let's Led Zeppelin. Let's playing Zeppelin yeah. forever. You know, it's it, yeah. You know, I mean, if they're gonna play Zeppelin, how about going deeper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I not know. just play something that doesn't ever get played on the radio? <laughs> you know that that you know that's kind of the philosophy that I, I always had with Sunday Night Vinyl. You know, as I go in there and I don't have anything pre-programmed, with yeah. the exception of like the new songs, I'm kind of considering, like, which one am I... I'll bring in a few and I'll kind of decide when I'm playing, yep. you know, what, I'm, what new song I'm well, going to throw Well, that's the way r- radio used to be. Yeah, it's freeform. You yeah. know, you just kind of would go off the vibe of, of whatever mood you were creating at that moment. Yeah. And also what people were calling for. Like, last weekend was not a hundred percent request, but almost Good. like I, I went in and I was like, okay, I'm going to play as many requests as possible. Good, You know, cause you, you do have some agenda. Sometimes you go in there and you're like, I really want people to hear this song. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll still do that. I'll go through my library and, and I'll be like, uh, see, I have not heard this song on the radio in a long time, or I haven't heard it ever. And I think it would, you know, fit with whatever mood, you know, we're in. Absolutely. So I still do that, but I really put the emphasis on trying to get as many requests as possible because it drove me nuts as a kid to <laughs> never, ever get my request played. Ever.
1: <laughs> so so. You, we were talking about this earlier. You were the kid who called to the radio station. Yeah, totally. I think I did call because I said I'd never call. I think I called once and this was... Uh when did Rio come out Duran Duran 82 I was going to say about 82, 83 yep and I think I called up and asked them to play Hungry Like the Wolf. And and I, I believe they did. And I, that might be
2: the last time I called a radio station. See, now the problem would have been if you had asked for Last Chance on the Stairway okay. or some other track off that album, they wouldn't have played it. No. And, and, no, they'd only play Hungry Like the Wolf. And maybe in Rio. Yeah, and, 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 Rio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are like the two that they probably, you know, no problem playing. Yeah. And anybody in town, like uh, the, the other station, though, the one in here that does the 80s, I'm sure they hammer those. Uh-huh. But if you called them up and you asked them for anything else off of that album, you're gonna sit for a very long time if, if, to not hear it <laughs> to not hear it <laughs> what well,
1: between you and angel doing what the hell's angel listening to awesome show which, which i mean now it's back to what that radio station was doing when I came to town in the middle of the late late 90s yeah i mean it, it, it was cool I mean I got to hear cool music and I love the fact and i I love retro alternative like i mean that's but but I also being an older dude, I try not to get myself stuck in that where yeah. I'm n- listening to nothing but The Cure or nothing but to Susie the Banshees or Right there with you. You know, and so I'm trying to learn and you're bringing new music in also. Yeah. So which is really cool and it's kind of the, the, in the same vein but but it's probably not something you're going to hear on any radio station.
2: Yeah, there's there's tracks that um like recently, well last week we played New Morrissey, he covered Pretenders, Back oh, on yeah, the Oh, yeah, I gang. heard that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It actually yeah. is a Smith's version yeah, yeah. of that song. You yeah. know, like, he has not really impressed me that much over in recent years, the stuff he's put out. I've just been, like, moderately impressed. The, those first, like, three solo records oh, that, that
1: came out, like, in, like, 90, like 90. late 80s,
2: early 90s, all the yeah, way yeah. up to 90s, even Maladjusted, 97. Yeah, yeah. Even that one was pretty decent. Um, but then, you know, somewhere, like, Southpaw Grammar is was he good. Sick? Um, Didn't he have cancer? Is there I, that Word on the streets.
1: I thought I thought he was sick. I was worried about Morrissey.
2: He was sick for a little bit because he canceled quite a few shows. Or is but he now just he's be being melancholy. Uh, you know how it is. Okay, <laughs> like he's just he's just always so dramatic about everything. <laughs> he's so, Morrissey. He gets to. You know, and yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's okay for him to like piss people off to point. Like like they will go and make. Travel plans, flight arrangements, book hotel rooms, and then he, you know, was like,
1: "I'm not going on. <laughs> There's meat in this room. I can't
2: go on. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible in this town."
1: <laughs> I I love what you do. Thank you very much. Thanks. There there will be links in the show notes, and uh I encourage you to to listen and check out the Patreon and give a buck or two. It, you know, it helps. I mean, because you're you're putting together a studio, right?
2: Yeah. So I, I right now I, I don't have anything yeah. that I can, you know. I'm even borrowing computers at this point, but yeah. you know, I, I, we're getting there. We'll we'll, you know, eventually get all that. But um I, I have a space okay. where I can, you know, renovate and put an actual studio in. Cool. I just need to it's gonna be a little bit to do. It's probably gonna cost about fifteen grand yeah. to renovate it. Yeah. And then get equipment Throw on top some of foam. that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to
2: do. I'm gonna have to get do a that. lot of really flat spaces. That's what I find helps with sound. Well, it, and it is it's flat. But the thing is, it's it's a block, and there's no drywall, no floor, no ceiling. Yeah, yeah. you know, no climate control. It's pretty and much so this it's, room. Yeah, I, this is nice. It's nice. This, it's not this the, is not looking industrial like mine is. Acoustically, like, you know.
1: it's not the most perfect room in the world. Go ah. go by the Patreon and give a buck or two. And, and here's what I always tell people with the Patreon: check out the Patreon. There'll be links in the show notes. This is number two thing I know about you: use surf. Yeah, yeah. You surf every day.
2: You surf you not, not every you, day. Yeah, but but uh, uh, how often do you surf? Well, you yeah. look like a surfer. I, I used to surf quite a bit. I was surfing at least once a week, if not more. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, kids came around that kind of thing, so it was less. Yeah. And uh, got and a longboard now. I haven't done that, but I'm not too far away from where I'm going to. You're
1: still riding a shortboard.
2: Good for you. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know how much longer. I'm gonna Are you be going good at that. surfing? Uh, I mean, I used to be good. I, yeah. I, I was probably better at skateboarding than surfing. Like I competed in skateboarding uh-huh. through the '80s and the early '90s. Did you? And, yeah, it was all street. You I know, had, street had, stuff.
1: you know Chuck Dickens is. Oh yeah, I had Chuck think in here one time
0: okay yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's
1: very cool chuck's yeah, like chuck's the coolest awesome. person i know yeah Yeah.
2: um he's probably one of the best skaters in our area yeah if yeah absolutely the best <laughs> and one of the
1: coolest guys in our area also yeah. Like, yeah
2: like any competition that i was in he was getting first place cool yeah you know, it's pretty much a, a given i interrupted. Um,
1: so so you skated and you surf and uh yeah
2: and, and now like um so it's funny like earlier so i made it late here you know, to do this today. Yeah, no I was deal. in New Smyrna. Were you for surfing this morning? The Florida, No, I'm oh, supposed okay. to. I was going to go, go ahead. And uh, I went up there for the Florida Film festival. Uh-huh. So I have a buddy of mine that, that does that. And so I stayed overnight last night, got up this morning. I was like, okay, I had every intention of going out because um, like there's uh, it's kind of a long story, but basically uh, one of their I guess is this guy Derek Hind who is a professional surfer from the late 70s, early 80s. he was from Australia mm-hmm. and you know he was like ranked seventh in the world at that time um, super uh, innovator, all that uh, now he well, the last 20 years or more he's been a journalist more than than he surfs all the time but he doesn't compete yeah so uh, I was having a conversation with this guy and going, I can't believe I'm sitting here talking to Derek Hind. This is this I remember looking at him in you know, in magazine surfing magazine when I was like, you know 11, 12 years old. So and and then he's like talking to me, he's like, So are you gonna come out? You wanna go uh, surf with us? And I was just like, Oh my god, I like don't I'm have a board. I'm yeah, freaking I'm, I'm, freaking I'm, I'm freaking out like I don't have my board with me. I don't even have shorts, you know. Like, yeah, like I because yeah. I, I was I can there surf in my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just body surf naked with you guys, you know, it's not gonna be awkward. Yeah. So, you know, and ended up so uh, that uh,
1: wax gets on your balls, it's it's not it fun. Sucks. It's, <laughs> it ruins
2: the entire day. Yeah, because shape. you're picking it out. Yeah you're yeah. picking it out for the So a you've done this because I've
1: done that. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Okay. Just uh, once or twice. Just once or twice. Nothing wrong with some buddies naked on a surfboard hanging out at four o'clock in the morning.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. It was very um, early in the morning. Yeah. I will say that. And there were things involved you know so. Florida
1: yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I understand but, I, was, I was
2: there yeah so yeah. so I ended up you know uh, I, I knew I had to get back here to Orlando yeah, I appreciate so, that thing you could have so like,
1: went surfing with your hero man like you could have called I I, I would have I
2: totally understood now I mean the other thing that's going on tonight I had every reason to come back there was okay. this yeah and then tonight Simple Minds are playing in St. Pete so I was like okay I'm supposed to go to St. Pete for this show so I got to come back and, but but I got derailed on my way here the reason yeah. I'm late is because you know I hate being late, you yeah, know, you know you
1: said that when you walked, but you had a bottle of, of the of
2: rum in your hand I so, was like, okay, so. look at this. this will hopefully make up for it a little bit. Uh, but I make me mad. i uh, I went to i I stopped on my way. I was going up forty four to go back to i four and uh, Deland is just a little bit further past i four. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been to Deland in a bit, you know, to record shop. And there's one a place there called Groovy Records. You don't I- have records in your car, do you? uh no okay. no I, I mean i, I know I that's that's a, a rookie move <laughs> i know <laughs> okay. i picked, i do have a record but it's it's what it is is it's a, a record that was made into a bowl you oh know, okay well, those, uh, so it's okay but yeah, no, it's, it's yeah it's fine it's <laughs> already i but the reason i picked it up is because it's simple minds yeah, once yeah. in a lifetime the, yeah, yeah. The, the, or not once in a lifetime uh, once upon a time yeah, yeah, yeah that album i, I have of, that down here alive and kicking yeah, all yeah. That. okay so they they had that bowl you know made from that album i'm like what a cool piece. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, cuz I'm I might be seeing them, like meeting them tonight yeah. and if that Tell if them I said hi
0: Jim, Jim Kerr, are you yeah, fan,
2: friend? Yeah, friends? no, no oh, I'll I'll just, I just like doing that. Okay. Yeah. Peter says hi. I'll, yeah. I will. I will let them know. Yeah. They're going to go and they're going to say to me, like, who are you again? I'm going to like, like exactly. I'm that guy that is the radio show in Orlando. And I wanted to, because I was trying to say. Here's that a that bowl. Interview. <laughs> yeah, here's, I got a bowl of you guys. You guys could put some fruit in it. or something. Look, at, this is your record. Yeah. Someone ruined it. <laughs> so, no, they don't care about your music. So um, can you sign this? Well, they've been plugging along forever. Yeah. Yeah, now they're more indie. Like they've actually gone independent. They're not on A and M or another. Is it
1: the original band?
2: um, For the most part, I mean, you know, the the uh, it's the two main guys, Jim Kerr and I I forgot the other guy's name, but um, you know, one of the guys I think had passed away. Okay, I don't want to say the drummer, maybe. Um, But like, you know, so they've kind of changed yeah, yeah. over the years but the two core guys are still the jim kerr is really the yeah yeah he's the minds. voice so you know they've continued on and and they're still putting out stuff um and uh yeah so they're doing a tour that's kind of like it's two set two sets they're doing like a two and a half hour show yeah so didn't catch him back in the day so i figured all right well since i you know found this little record bowl thing I kind of need. It's a to a sign. The universe hands yeah. you signs. We'll see. We'll yeah. see if, if it's you
1: know. I'll will t- tell you, and I don't know if this falls into the classical. It, it, for me, it, it felt a little like alt rock. Uh, I went to saw the Hooters last night.
2: Oh, kick ass over at Epcot. Yeah. I wanted to go to that, but I was in. New it, Smyrna. It, it wasn't terrible. Like, yeah.
1: It's still uh, Eric, whatever his name is, and the other guy with the blonde hair. Yeah. And, but I, I think I mean the rest of the band looked like old guys, so I, I think it might be some of them. <laughs> yeah, right. and they were great. Like I I those
2: first their uh, neighbors.
1: Yeah, nervous night. And and um, whatever the record that came out after that. Like, I, I like both those yeah, then, uh, uh Had Carla with a K on it. I know that that was the... Uh, yeah, Mother. it was like
2: Day by Day. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah.
1: They, they were great. And they, they played for like a half an hour. And, and uh, we walked around the food and wine fest and paid way too much for little yeah. teeny weeny little bits of food and I drank some... Yeah, you don't m- leave there full. Mediocre beer. Yeah. But I got to see the Hooters. I never got to see the Hooters. I wish I saw them back like in
2: Philadelphia in, in yeah, 1981 yeah,
1: yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I mean, like when they came out in... Well, when they became popular, not when they came out, but when they actually started becoming popular in the late 80s, it was kind of a little too poppy for me yeah, at that yeah. time because at that time I was more you know going the cure route and so yeah. to me I was like that's not alternative you know I don't have time for that did you grow but, up here? Uh, for the most part yeah, yeah so yeah. You, you had
1: mean? you had access to like a real radio station
2: Um, I mean you know we had college radio yeah that, that's you know, what I'm saying UCF you had, and, yeah. and, and Rollins were both phenomenal yeah still um, are yeah yeah uh, Rollins was amazing back in the early 80s like yep. early to middle 80s I, I mean I heard so many great records there that I had never heard before. Yeah. You know, in 12-inch versions, like like uh, I, I I've told this story probably a million times, but it's just the one that always jumps back in my head whenever I think about Rollins. Is you know just that night that I tuned in and I heard the 12-inch version of uh, uh, Uncertain Smile, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and and just being like mesmerized by that song and just going. Uh, you know, i had never heard the, the, I didn't know who yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. I, you know, everybody else had heard, this is the day and whatever, but I, I, I hadn't heard those tracks. And
1: nobody else was playing them I mean, at no that point. Nobody Especially was playing in, it. in central Florida. I, not I, even the clubs. I, I grew up remember. in a little redneck town in South Florida and there, I could catch WFIT. I don't know if you're yeah, listening. to FIT yeah, totally. If, if I got in the corner. Uh, Jack. The corner. There. Yeah, I know. We actually talked about that. And in the corner of my room with like a wire and my boom box and like a wire hand, an antenna, I could yep. make mix cassettes. And then in the late 80s and 90s, I don't remember the call letters, but there was a high school radio station that was playing like Thrill Kill Cult and Front 242 and Zymox and stuff like that. And that's how I got into that. And that to me, to me, that was punk rock for the time. Totally. Yeah, especially yeah. That, any of that Chicago wax track stuff that was coming out. Like to me, that that was the sound of the future. I thought that was that was going to be the the next thing because and it was
2: so because it's so different from what yeah. was being played on the radio. Yeah. And it, and the, it that whole you know um, I don't know microcosm or what it is, but just that whole culture that happened you know at that time with. All these different groups of people that were kind of all interrelated. You Mm -hmm. know, you had the the actual hardcore guys that were really into like all the, you know, like minor thread and all that kind. You know, and then you had, like, the, the skater guys that were still kind of listening to a lot of that. The surfer guys that were listening to, like, B-52s and Devo and, you know, and uh Gurus and Midnight Oil and all that. <laughs> you, you said know. Devo cool. Uh,
1: <laughs> what's that? You said Devo cool. He <laughs> said Devo. Which, I love Devo. They're, like, one of my favorite bands. Yeah, Devo's awesome. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, but then, like, I got exposed to Devo through the, the surfers. Like, uh-huh. from surfing. I started surfing in 82. Yeah, yeah. So, that's when I got exposed to Devo. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and B-52s was around that same period yep. I got exposed to them Violent Thames was around that time you know um, but like you had all these different groups of people that all were under the umbrella of alternative yeah. you know yeah. and I don't know if that exists now you know it's like we've kind of got that whole mall goth thing that, that's happening there's that scene <laughs> topic yeah yeah that whole that whole scene and, and musically it's very different The I don't know if you've listened to any of the new industrial but it's totally different from the old I mean it doesn't have you, you know stop it, some them, of it bro. is like really straight up devil evil like <laughs> like i can't i went to the castle are you familiar with the castle uh-uh. in tampa it's a club that's in in tampa that's been there forever yeah. Like since the i've never even heard of this there they it's a cool room yeah. i mean it's an old church that's converted into a goth club cool it's heavily goth that's yeah. what it is it's what it's about and I, we went there recently on like a it was like a friday night and um I was like scared. Like the music
0: scared me.
2: I wasn't scared about the people. You know, it wasn't anything like that, but it was like I'm sitting there and I'm listening. It's like, and all of a sudden I hear this voice, this like grovelly death voice going, music to get murdered by. You know, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Aren't you concerned you turned into your parents? Um, yes. yes. I, especially after that last statement. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, I think about it and it's like, oh, man, you know, 20-year-old or even like 17-year-old Eric would not have felt that way. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a I, I don't... I, that's why I think of... New, I still try to get into new, new music, but I just now I just
2: like listen to jazz a lot. <laughs> you know, I, I really I no wait I like jazz, but I I have to say that's almost giving up music. But I'm about like
1: old school cool jazz. It
2: yeah. All right, I it is cool I'm, I'm California thinking,
1: Chet Baker that that kind of like okay. a bottle of wine hanging I, out you that's know. cool yeah. See, that's
2: all about moods that's all like setting up moods like certain times like you're sitting around you know having a bottle of wine and, and talking and, and you know all that stuff then Jazz is perfect, yeah, yeah. You know, but sometimes you're, you know, you're you're cutting the grass and you're not necessarily wanting to listen to that. You're wanting something no, I, that uh, fits I, more. Uh, I guess. You know, so. And,
1: and uh, any like, I think if it wasn't for like hip hop, I probably wouldn't even have gotten to jazz. But all those first couple records, those first group of that, like that New York sound where they yeah. were sampling just all these old jazz breaks and stuff like that, yep. and that was like, a, you know. Uh, 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 Like Jimmy Smith, like I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be into Jimmy Smith if if the, um, um the Beastie Boys didn't sample it. You know, and that's what I love about music is I. I love the time that we grew up. Now, I used to be the guy who would read the liner notes.
0: Yeah, and I can I'd relate.
1: Like, I, you know, I, oh, that guy? Who's that guy? And yeah. I, then you'd have to go to the library and look something up. You couldn't just look it up on the internet. And there's no reason for us not to be finding new music. And I don't understand what it is. I think I became my parents. Because <laughs> it's right here. I have this box that left me that I can type right. anything in. Right. I can listen to 99% of the music in the world if I need to.
2: I think a lot of it is because our lives are so busy now. Not you know, mine. You I podcast for a living. But you been <laughs> doing that. Even yeah. doing, I mean, no, just I know. At, yeah. you know, you you've you've you have things to take care of. Yes. You know, you've you've yeah. got, you know, a life. <laughs> there's a lot going on. So, you know, it's not as easy to just sit there and devote hours and hours of time to yeah. scouring, you know, sites to try to find music.
1: No, I know. But it, 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 I feel like I don't I don't I wish kids understood how good they have it now because they have the ability to, to listen to anything. I remember when I was a kid, I, I literally would get sad that there were bands that I wouldn't hear. Somewhere, someplace in a garage, someplace in in Des Moines was, we were talking about Morrissey. It was a new Morrissey, you know, somewhere. And, And, you know, Paul Westerberg was was right next to him. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Eddie Van Halen was there, and you know, and right. you know, and Miles Davis was in the same room, and so, you know, and then they had to go flip burgers, and they they lost their passion, <laughs> and that literally made me sad. Like right. when I, when I was thinking about that kind of stuff. You
2: know, so I tried to digest as much music as I could. I still, I still have things that pop in my head, like I, I. We'll sit there and think about. it. I wonder if the greatest. This sounds so hokey, but it's like this is the kind of crap that pops in my head. I wonder if the greatest song has ever been written. No. I wonder. I wonder if we're if we're if like a week from now we're going to hear the best song, the best song that's ever? ever been written. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of almost sounds like a Spinal Tap thing. But 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 it you know I wonder if you know the greatest band that's ever been. Has yet to form. I hope so. Or has already existed and we just never well, found see, out about it. that's the one them. that makes
1: me sad. Yeah. You know, and, and it's... Uh I think I gave up at Limp Biscuit. I think that's where I just went. I just, I don't The world's an unjust place. <laughs> you know. At least they stopped and never
2: really came back. All right. Well, one more thing. They were uh, hated so much. That's yeah. why. I mean, when you get just, uh, hated to that level, you know, he had to, he had to go away. He wasn't yeah. allowed to even walk outside of his house. He's probably. got
1: fuck you money, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he that's absolutely true. does that dick uh the third thing i know about you and this may or may not be true and we don't have to talk about this we can cut it out your family seems obsessed with the broadway musical hamilton oh my god <laughs> i and here's what happens a lot of i time, don't know if
2: that's the proper way to describe it because it's beyond an obsession and you guys got
1: a hamilton problem oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i i uh again uh, my research monkeys were like snooping around and here's what happens is cool guys like you don't use their facebook much yeah i so do. what what so what we have to do after we we google your name and that just like he has a radio show <laughs> yeah, right. Right. you know he used to spin here um is I'll, I'll go down your friends list and look and see, you know your family you know just, yeah, yeah. it feels ultra creepy <laughs> <laughs> but it's a necessary evil and this, right. this reoccurring theme on someone you know is uh, facebook is hamilton yeah. you guys
2: is it that good it is really good. It's like $900 it's, it's, a ticket, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and I and the I have several stories of Hamilton. Because, yeah, I know you're yeah. backstage snooping around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. like we, we went up to we went Are you to allowed our, to do that? Uh, technically, no. Okay. But, but we did get permission. <laughs> okay, good. Um, we went to New York last Christmas. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, that was one of the things we wanted to do. Now, obviously, tickets are sold out. And they're also $1,000 a piece. Yeah. There's, there's four of us. I've got, you know. You don't have four grand laying around. No. Yeah. I have two daughters that are obsessed with Broadway. Just mm-hmm. theater... They love acting so that they're obsessed with Broadway and theater. There are
1: worse things that your children can oh, be no, into. I have,
2: I have no problem with it. I love that they're into it because like I was the opposite when I was in school, I was like painfully shy. Yeah, like yeah. I did not You're even talking about I, that earlier. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had no interest in getting up on a stage, getting in front of people. You know, my senior year I did, I did, I took a um, theater class, oh, you know, well. so I had to, uh,
1: that's what I did. My junior, junior and senior year. They, okay. Cause they had the
2: best parties. Well, I did. Yeah. They, they were the cool kids you yeah. know so um clothes cigarettes I did. and yeah totally <laughs> I, I ended up doing a I, I was in greece i was a clinger so um I really was, yeah i had to be the guy that, that wore the dress and went up on on stage and and all that stuff but that but i did you i had no shell. i had no yeah i totally did and, <laughs> yeah. and it made me you know feel like oh well you know what this maybe i could do a little of this and i got interested in it for a little bit mm-hmm. but i didn't ever go any further you know i didn't go and start trying to do like community theater or anything like that i got out of school and i was just like okay that one that was fun you know yeah um but my girl from an early age you know really took to it and so you know I definitely encourage that so we end up in New York for the holidays to just kind of go in and experience it because that every time great. It was, oh it, it yeah. was it was awesome yeah like we had planned it you know and uh, you know usually when we've gone there we've only been there for like two days we've never really been able to See enjoy the city, the city. Yeah, yeah so what we did is we did kind of like a like a Airbnb it's a home away. You know it's like same type of thing mm-hmm. and um so we rented a apartment that was in harlem at 137th street that was in the brownstones those okay, well, old yeah, yeah. 1800s buildings yeah, yeah and so this is a quintessential authentic new york, new york experience yep, yep. you know we're like at the end of the street is the subway you know so we really didn't have to walk anywhere yeah so we went there and did that um took this thing called the Hamilton Tour, which was an unofficial thing. The guy walks us around, takes us all the places that Alexander Hamilton was. Oh, that's really cool. uh, What Hamilton does is it gets you excited about American history, and it's kind of hard to do that. The
1: music's pretty good, too, right?
2: Uh, The music's decent, yeah. Lin-Manuel is a genius. He wrote, like, there's 40-something tracks in that. That's too many tracks. He wrote them all. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. When you you listen to how it's all put together, uh, the guy's a genius. You know, and I'm definitely impressed at how he was able to take the story of one of our forefathers and make it entertaining. And it's not like he's creating extra, you know building the story it's the real story of Alexander Hamilton it's yeah. not like he's adding art. there's some artistic license he's taken but very little
1: the Hamilton didn't he wasn't heavy into the hip hop no
2: he wasn't no, no. no so that obviously is uh, you know one of the <laughs> not that I know of I've, I'm no history I, major I I wasn't around <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I didn't hang he was in a different group so you know we didn't get so they snuck paths. you backstage so we went up there yeah and, and uh, we'd seen this video of uh, another family you know because mm-hmm. when you're searching Hamilton stuff online you're going to find all kinds of stuff. And we we saw a video of another family that knocked on the stage door. <laughs> Okay,
0: Daddy, can and we the do guy, <laughs> the guy
2: answers, and it's this guy Jimmy, and uh-huh. he's the stage manager. So, um, and they're like, "Hi, uh, you know, our family really wants to just look at see the stage. Is it possible? You know." Hey, yo, so, I'm Jimmy. Hey, oh no, he's, he's like, he kind of, he's oh, good, yeah. but he's more, he's like a heavy guy, and he's yeah. like, you know, he looks like uh, somebody's uncle that you know. Uncle works Jimmy, at the, yeah, Uncle yeah, Jimmy, he works like, in the backstage. He's like, hey of guys, Hamilton. how you doing? How you doing here? What's going on, <laughs> yo? Hey, good to have you here. You know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. And and so, you know, we we knock on the door. He answers <laughs> and we're like, hey, um, and, you know, and, and my wife has a, a theater company that uh-huh. she does. She does kids theater in the summer during the summer oh, break. Oh, that's
1: so sweet. Yeah. yeah. And so,
2: so you know, I, I'm like, hey, um, and I, I have them wait away. You yeah. Know, they're waiting in line because we're, we're waiting in the standby, standby line so we can maybe get tickets to go and see the show. Yeah. So while that's going on, I go over and I knock on the door and I talk to him. And I'm like, hey, listen, um, my wife and my kids are obsessed with Hamilton. I'm sure you get this all the time. I got three bucks but... in my pocket, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing. But could you just help out, please? Um, and I'm like, "I'm like, look, she, she owns a theater company and she just wants to see the stage. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. If we could just go out and see the stage. That's so cool. And the kids would love it. And so he was like, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, well, wait, I can't do it right now because they're going to be getting ready for, you know, they're going to be doing, uh, you know, pre-show stuff and blah, 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 whatever. So he couldn't do it. And he said, you know, come back uh, the next day. So we go back the next day and, you know, he's there and, and he's like, Come on back. You know, he takes us there. That's we're so on cool. the Jimmy stage. Jimmy remembered you. He was a yeah. man of his word. Yeah. He he was, you could tell he's a nice, he was a nice guy, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know how often that happens that someone's knocking on the stage door that they actually answer it. It's going to happen you a know, lot now. Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> All <laughs> my 12 <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, they'll... If they do go to New York, I mean, I don't know. It's worth a shot. I mean, yeah. it worked for us. Yeah. But uh, but we, we, yeah. So we, he lets us know that we we go back and we were able to go and look at all the props, which was cool. You know, we're walking all through the backstage area, and I'm like taking pictures of stuff, and I'm like, you know, uh, the big one was getting. Uh, there's a, a a pose that uh, they have on the the logo for Hamilton, mm-hmm. where the you know he's standing with the yeah, arm yeah, up and that yeah. kind of thing. So I, I had to take a picture of my wife like that. I, you I know, feel like I
1: did. I did. One of your daughters get to put a hat on. I think I saw. Um,
2: might, maybe. Because I think yeah, I, think I was... saw
1: somebody put like a tri corner hat on. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah probably. Because there was. That's, that's so cool. You're a good dad, man. Uh, well, yeah.
2: You, I, I. I... I feel like I know how excited they were getting. It's the same way that I get when I'm wanting to go see an artist or, or yeah. a, I'm record shopping. Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. You know, it's not, um, you know, I'm not into Hamilton yeah. by any means. Um, I enjoy it, but, you know, I, I'm not super into theater. I but, mean, I, I enjoy it. But it's um, cool
1: that you did that for your daughters and, and your I'll wife. I'll always do yeah, that. Yeah, because they'll remember that forever. That, yeah. That's, that's really, really, you're, you're a good man. You
2: get you get more enjoyment, and I'm learning, I, you know, i as time goes by, you learn that you get more enjoyment in what you give mm-hmm. than what you get. Yep, yep. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and I'm a terrible gift giver, and I'm and I'm terrible about remembering. But that you know, experience, things. that's a, like I said, that's something but, to remember.
1: But stuff, you and, know, yeah. there
2: there there are moments like that that click where I'm like, just you know, the fact that
1: you went to New York for the holidays and you you could have done that at home, and it, it, you that's that's an experience that's going to teach them about traveling and theater yeah. and, and meeting people and, and looking at different different
2: styles of life and that, that's that's terrific good for you and i still got to do some record shopping like they, <laughs> they were they were staying back at the at the at the apartment and i was like i'm just gonna go um down into the city you know because we were up uptown yeah and yeah. You know, i was like i'm just gonna go down into uh you know um <laughs> in the city for a little bit and uh you know do some record shopping they were totally cool because my wife was like look you stood in line for two hours to yeah. get Hamilton because she actually got to do I didn't even get into that but she got to go see Hamilton okay she ended up her ticket that she got because it was a standby line uh-huh. the ticket she got was probably a $1,200 ticket wow because she was 10th row back center wow that's, she that's had a amazing great <laughs> amazing yeah. seats now we we had two uh-huh. but the problem was you know we there's four of us so yeah. we were like and the tickets were uh, like Two hundred bucks. I can't remember. It's yeah. it was pretty inexpensive yeah. in comparison. Absolutely. Uh, but the second ticket, it was like, well, who who goes? Yeah. You know, I mean, which which one of the girls is going to get to see it?
1: Someone's going to be. Did not feel at like you.
2: it was going to be fair? Yeah. So, so what we ended up doing is I said, look, you just go. Yeah, I'll take the girls. I mean, we, we went to. Uh, I think it was Boomer or scicin or someone like that owns a, a bowling you know like a rock and bowl type thing uh-huh. you know in, uh, on Times Square. So I took them there. We just went and bowled and we played video games and they loved it yeah. it was fun you know so they were like they were a little you know my pouty. oldest my oldest pouty. was a little tweaked at first yeah, yeah, yeah. she was a little tweaked but yeah. but you know after that she. She was cool after getting a you know bowl and that kind of thing. Well we riffed on that way longer than I thought we were. I, <laughs> sorry. No, 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 that's fine. I, I, I was like shit, I can't find a thing.
1: I can't find a thing about this dude. <laughs> oh wow, they really love Hamilton. Top three man, <laughs> top three things. These these are real quick. Don't overthink this. Okay because people tend to overthink this. This is you right now as you sit there. There are no wrong answers. Don't try to impress me. All right. Not that you need to. Top three bands, singer, songwriters, or performers
2: right now in your life as you sitting in this room. Hmm. Well, they're probably still older. I mean, like, there's not, not no newer ones. I mean, there's new artists that I like, but one of my favorite artists of all time, I think he's an amazing lyricist um, musically, I, I love the evolution that he's done over the years, but he's completely unknown. It's this guy, Stephen Duffy. I know that name. Yeah, he was originally, he was in, one of the founding members of Duran Duran. Okay. Him and Nick Rhodes, you know, started Duran yeah, Duran. Yeah, 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 And then, uh, you know, Stephen Duffy left because he was like, he was like, uh, you guys are relying too much on syn- synthesizers, and I'm not interested in playing keyboards and that kind of thing. But we're um, Duran Duran. That's what they should say. But that's said. what they yeah. did. Yeah, so they, so they, you know, they got... Yeah. Uh, you know Simon, and then yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he was a singer. Yeah, and um, so he went and and left and did his own thing, and and he released a dance single okay. called "Kiss Me" under the moniker of Tintin. So it's Stephen Tintin Duffy. That, that's why the that The twelve yeah. inch of "Kiss Me" became yeah. a huge hit. Um, you know, in the clubs yeah, yeah And so, you know, which sounded very much like in line with Duran Duran So I don't know why he went that route But anyway, from <laughs> supposedly Duran Duran money <laughs> where, where he came from, I guess he, you know, yeah. supposedly he, you know, uh, wasn't yeah. He was kind of pushed in that direction yeah, yeah, Just like Ministry was pushed into the synth pop direction mm-hmm. with their first album yep, 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 But yep, yeah, yeah. anyway, that's what his story is uh, from what I understand, but he he mo- morphed uh, from that into more what's considered English country. Okay, that's strange. and it's kind of folky. Yeah, um, you know, but uh, but I really like it. He, he ended up going from the solo thing, which was more pop dance, to okay. becoming more you know folky and and doing this project called the Lilac Time, which he sort of goes in. I, I, ben- I absolutely know that name. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lilac Time is is uh, Stephen Duffy and his brother Nick. Okay, um, and they and then a couple other people, but. Um, so he's kind of gone in and out of that project. He's done some solo stuff over the was years. Was that like 1990, 91? ninety one? Ninety was the uh, "In Love
1: for All" okay. album. Okay, I, um, that's when I worked in a record store, so I, I actually okay. know a lot. Yeah, of and time.
2: that one was actually produced by Andrew Partridge from uh, XTC. XTC yeah. So you know, it has a lot of that kind of psychedelic influence. The sixties. Yeah. He's vibe. a hell of a songwriter. Oh man, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah he he's dear one God, of
1: those. God, like <laughs> you know, Mayor of Simpleton. I played that for my wife like right like when we first started dating. And that pretty much, you know, I'm, I might not be the smartest boy, but I know I love you. Oh, exactly.
2: Yeah. I, that's because I played that. I think that's the one I played. Oh, I'm getting licks. Look I know she loves you. Oh, I look at you. Don't thank get up. You. She'll go nuts. Don't move. I don't want to get bitten. Or <laughs> I don't want She's her angry. never bitten anybody that I know of. Yeah. I'll just let now, her. She can lick me. It's cool. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. you know, it, it, it was, uh, you know, a combination of, of all those different things. And, and Stephen Duffy, to me, you know, it's kind of, I, I think. Um, the, it's the lyricism uh, that he that he has yeah. that to me is always connected I'm not a big lyrics person see I really am not. I, I'm, all, I'm all about lyrics I like, wish I was I wish, I wish I was now more now
1: I just said I listen to jazz which yeah typically doesn't have lyrics
2: right well I, I, I wish that I cared about the lyrics more but and, and maybe to a certain extent I am as I'm getting older but to me the way I listen to music and it drives my wife crazy drives even some of my friends crazy is I don't it takes me years to hear what they're saying because I'm not listening to it that way. Like, I'm listening to the voice as another instrument. instrument. Like, to yeah, me, I'm listening to it all together. And it's how it makes me feel. Like, I, I listen to music, you know, a lot, a lot of things in my life, or how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so when you're that way when you're sensitive like that into like how things feel then music hits you in, in a certain way and it's not that it hits me differently than it hits anybody else i'm not saying that but but you know i i can't i can't so, so many girlfriends have been irritated by the, like, how do you not know what they're saying? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. No. I, just, just, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even know. What, well, how do you not know that, what that song's about? I'm like, I don't know, you know, but it's just kind of, that's how I've always listened I'd to it. But, I would have never guessed that. I would have thought you
1: were lyric at big time
2: but I do get, uh. I get where I do, you know, cause like with, with, uh, like I was saying with, with Stephen Duffy stuff, yeah. and, um, you know, I love the way that he puts it the the stories together. I like his uh, you know. There's a lot of um, uh, I don't know. Was I I am I don't remember. Iambic pentameter or whatever no, you know yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. So I've so I heard that someplace. Yeah, it's yeah. It, you know. So it, it's kind of like the 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 way that he's structuring what he's saying is, you know, on a probably OCD level um, is what I am connecting with lyrically. Like it's it's what it's the substance of what he's saying, and it's. Um, it's the cadence. It's the um, I don't know. It's it's all these things together that you know are drawing me to to you, his
1: style. You know a band that I love that does that and, and plays with words in a really interesting. They might be giants. Yeah, are the kings of playing. Totally. But most of their songs have mean nothing. When you first listen to them, you know, uh, what's it? Make a hole in the wall perpendicular. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know. But then you, you, then you start like exploring them, and I was like, "Well, this is the most brilliant shit in the world." <laughs> you know, uh,
2: I need two more bands. Oh, two more, or, um, or artist, or whatever. Uh, I, I mean, so that's that's probably my my top. Um, okay. But then um, you know, you mentioned Andrew or XTC definitely I would I'd have to put them up there in, in that category I love you know the church oh, has yeah, been yeah. in my top 10 and hasn't left uh since I found out about that's why them I got this the... ear
1: pierced right there Not that that I, I got this ear pierced in the 80s I got this okay. ear pierced in the 90s after under the milky way that video for him came
2: out yeah yeah that video came out I was like wow that's the coolest thing yeah. ever I, that I mean they were you know one of my main bands for the longest time yeah, yeah. and that still are it's just you know I, I spent a lot more time with their records you know in, in the 80s and 90s Yeah, you know especially Starfish when that came out because yeah. that was such that a was big hit that was the
1: one hit. that pushed like a, a they were were bigger overseas. Am I wrong on this?
2: Yeah, they're from okay. Australia. Yeah, yeah. And they, they definitely had a, a, a much bigger following, you know, there and in the UK. Yeah, um, you know, here it was college radio primarily. Like, actually, you know, talk about Rollins again. Uh, that was where I first heard the church. They uh, played a song called "It's No Reason," which ended up kind of being. Probably my favorite church song, you know, mm-hmm. and all over all the years, and it's one that I don't think people even really look at. As I, being, I'll be
1: shaking my head like I knew, but I'm—I don't know. It's—it's you not—it's
2: know, yeah. not, it's not a popular one, and it's also not one. It's not a period that I think they're really even very proud of. But—but yeah. but it's uh, to you me. Should, you should write him a letter. <laughs> well, I, I actually got to meet them <laughs> at you. when they when they came here and played at uh, social. Yeah. Um, so my wife set it up. Yeah. You know, and, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I brought a, a seven inch for that song. Yeah. And had Stephen Kilby, the singer, sign it because I was I was like, this is worth way more to me than any other track. You know, like, yeah. like I, I, could, I I had you know under the Milky Way a, a twelve inch EP type thing. Yeah. That I could have brought, but I was like, no. Uh, it's no reason. It's the track that it got me into them. Yeah, hearing that on Rollins, and I had it on cassette. And for the longest time, I didn't even know who it was. You know, because I just reported <laughs> really it off of, yeah. off of the radio, and I'm like, man, I got to figure it out. And I, I, th- I want to say, I want to say that I brought that cassette to Murmur Records, which was a record store here in Orlando. I know. Uh, yeah, okay. Ed, do you know Eddie Fuller? Uh, yes. Yeah. That name sounds very yeah, very Eddie, familiar.
1: Eddie, big, looks like a hair bear. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Eddie used to work
2: Um. Uh, uh, yeah. So did um. Uh, Jim uh, um, Leatherman, Le- yeah, yeah, yeah. Leatherman yeah, yeah. was uh, in, in like in in uh, He says he's a local icon. Like, oh talk about the music scene in town. Yeah, there's nobody
1: he hasn't taken a picture of. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: if anyone is is made a real the, out of the people that have made the biggest impact in this town, I gotta say Jim Leatherman is definitely Absolutely. one of those. It, it, you know, if there's a fairy, band that came fairy, this town
1: even up until now. He's there. He's taking a picture of
2: that. Yeah, he's still in it. Yeah, like he still is actually getting and getting those shots that no one else. I mean, yeah. he's documenting what's happening in Florida, and he's done it since the '80s. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's been a very important part of this
0: town, one without of, a
1: doubt. One of my biggest concert regrets is uh, you two played the highlight for Time with the Alarm, and I, I love the Alarm. Yeah, I I, I think you played the Alarm on one of your most recent shows. Yeah, I played
2: uh, Rescue Me. Rescue. I also played a Simpleton. That's why I was laughing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got tickets somehow but no one would go to the show to, with me and i was afraid to drive to our, the big city of orlando by myself at what 17 or whatever so i right. blew the show off oh man yeah, i didn't even know who the alarm were at that point point. and uh we uh went to um germany a couple years ago and i, I always like to try at least try to go see a band play and the big country was playing in germany but Stewart, whatever his name is, yeah. He'd front, he'd... He, but Mike Peters from the Alarm was fronting, was fronting uh, Big Country yeah, at the yeah. time. So I got to see Big Country with Mike Peters fronting. That's uh, awesome in, in Germany in a small club. So now, did
2: you go to the show that they did here when they were at, they were at the Social? I was, I was, uh, I, was I was in Portland. Okay,
1: were they, were they good? Did you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they,
2: he put on a great show. Yeah. And, and um, you know, uh, contrary to what it was like, you know, when the church played, when yeah. it was like obnoxiously hot in there, yeah, it was terrible that's such, um, such a great venue it is yeah uh, unless the air conditioning breaks <laughs> no. and then it's absolutely yeah. tr- like horrendous that's but punk rock. no yeah. um alarm yeah they put on a, a great show they sounded it really tight yeah and they just they look like they're having fun that's the thing like when i see a band that looks like they still enjoy it even band. though they've been hammering out these same songs for you know 30 40 years um that's that gets me into it
1: have you seen uh the man in the camo
2: jacket I haven't. It's, yeah. real, it's very good because he's, yeah, he's had leukemia story. for years.
1: Yeah. And he's just, he just powers through. He just continues going. He climbed he climbed Everest. You know, he had a concert on Everest with the guys from Squeeze and some other bands. And they didn't go up to the top, but they went to like one of the, the, the higher summits. And he wanted to set the world's record for the, the, uh, the highest concert, I think. Well, so, see, that's living. So, I mean, you're doing that kind I think if he slows down, he's, you know, it's, it's going to let, him, so he just powers through and every now and then you'll read he's sick again and, and he, yeah, yeah it's uh watch that documentary. It's it's very,
2: very good. I'll definitely I, check it out. Yeah.
1: I think it's on Netflix. Um, oh, it is? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. It's either on Netflix or on uh, on Prime, whatever. Yeah. One of those things uh, you read, you, you
2: read three books real quick without thinking about it. Go, <laughs> go, uh, go, man this is terrible you're Come gonna on. you're gonna actually you're. You, you, I'm, I'm you going to get in so much trouble everybody gets everybody has a
1: problem with this one no th- and yeah. here's
2: why because I actually do not read okay hardly at all you've read all. three books in your life I know you have oh no. yeah no, okay. I, uh, hit me just make it up oh god make up books I won't know alright uh, the man who took morphine okay um, the uh, are you less, just looking around the room I'm just reading, <laughs> yeah, reading, reading these <laughs> less than Jake wallet. okay good um, okay one more and, uh, one more made up one <laughs> That white door. The man (laughs) that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the man, the man that ran over the screeching weasel. Okay, the boom. The, see, that's No, I'm sure. I mean, if I sat and thought about it, I could probably think of of some, but you know, um now what I do more is audiobooks, but the books that I'm doing are extremely um boring. Like <laughs> so the last we'll one just I did. Stop that. Well, <laughs> I mean there's no excuse for that. <laughs> what I what I say the reason I do that, well first of all, okay, so I I have a very difficult <laughs> difficult time reading. Aww. I mean, uh, I, me I don't both. know if I don't know if it's a a concentration thing, mm. but like where I will read and then and, you know my eyes go right off the page they go right off the page and i'm like damn it so i'll start going again i'll get like several pages through and my mind is off in a million directions and so i, I have no idea what the heck i read yep. like none at all and then i'm like "Ah, oh god i gotta go back and read it again so i'll go again and it just makes it It's so laborious that i don't enjoy it um talk about the kids again just for a moment yeah they love reading good for like, them like I actually have to tell my daughter no more reading exactly <laughs> I have to say that's it it's getting late you've got to go to bed Aw. I, I have to take the books out of the room because she won't stop reading <laughs> So it's an opposite thing. It's like, like not a bad problem. To have. No, yeah, I, but kids look, need I'm sleep, I think, right? And vegetables yeah, yeah. or vitamins yeah. or something. Well, they got to at least they got to get up for school. And okay. I think so. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's not a bad problem. But for me, you know, because it was always so difficult yeah, yeah. to try to read, the only way I can do it is to listen to audiobooks. But yeah. the audiobooks that I'm interested in are things <laughs> that people don't care about. Like, you know, I... I would randomly go and, and check out a book when I was trying to force myself to read. Uh, I would go and check out books on like plate tectonics, you know, and things like that that I found interesting. Yeah. But, you know, then I, I would only get like, you know, cause it's boring. So yes, this is what I'm told. It's, it's not, like, it's not riveting. <laughs> you're reading about, you know, uh, scientific things and the shifting of continents and that kind of stuff and ocean currents and all this. And, and that's not interesting. That's why you don't like reading is because you're reading about stuff that people don't like to read about. I'm to so I'm, I'm like, okay, well, uh, I'll try to read a documentary or I'll try to read, you know, whatever. And so I'm all about <laughs> listening to either audiobooks or watching documentaries you know on netflix and and See, Prime, i, I read mostly
1: thing. music biographies like i right down there it's there's a, a copy of uh i'm just looking at it uh, uh a drink with shane mcgowan oh that sounds cool yeah that's that's just him talking into a cassette tape and it, he he pretty much it's his crazy ramblings you get to learn that's like one of my favorite books uh, and see, been, I can get into that. Yeah, I see. You should read or just read music or ha- listen to music. Books.
2: I, if I listen to, it, I, I can totally get into.
1: Read it. Um, uh, Questlove's uh, More Meta Blues. You'll like oh, you, you'll like that a lot.
2: Okay, I, I like Questlove. So yeah, I you, you, see
1: it. it's it's very good. And it, it's it's like little chapters of his life through the music he was listening to at the time. Okay. Yeah. What else is really good? Um, uh, I can never. The guy who was in KLF.
2: Oh, uh, uh, Time Lords, KLF. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. He, he also produced one of the Echo and the Bunnymen records. I can never remember his name. Remember yeah. I'm reading a book by him. Uh, it's uh, called 45. Okay. And it's and I've been reading it for years. I don't know why I had never finished it. He's the most fascinating dude in the world. He's he's the very definition of an artist. KLF, uh, I think a, like in 94 and 95, the two dudes took... A million pounds out of the bank, mm-hmm. and they burnt it in the desert. Oh man! And they videoed it, but there's this whole: did they really do it? You know, yeah, think, yeah. yeah. And they then they took that video and they put that out as a piece of art, and then they also took the uh, the ashes of the supposed million pounds. Yeah, yeah. And put it in a suitcase and and uh, gave it to a uh, art gallery and said, "This is art." So every, and that's, that's cool. just an example of some of the
2: wacky shit they're kind doing. Of, kind of like a, almost like a Banksy type he, of thing he, to do. He's isn't
1: working it? on such a different level. <laughs> he, he's just up here doing crazy shit. Yeah. yeah um, anyway, yeah, um, so
2: I feel I, to summarize I do. I feel really bad about the fact that I don't read because anytime I talk to anyone that does, they're just like, how do you not read? I've been,
1: like, I've been reading the same two books since I started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so don't, don't feel bad. And, and th- this is the last of the
1: nonsense. Top three films. Go.
2: Don't think about it. Uh, Oh, Star Wars. Okay, I have to. I have to because that's that's the one that made the biggest impact on me as a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um, uh, oh my God. I, I I can't think of anything right now. It's off the top of my head. It's so hard. I'm supposed to be able to think <laughs> on my feet. and All the stuff. things I'm coming up with are ridiculous. There are no wrong answers. No, there is. there are no wrong answers. I absolutely cannot say Strange Brew. Strange Brew was a great film. I, I quote Strange Brew all, right, all the so, time. So I love that movie. You know that so, scene where they're barreling down the hill? Yes. And
1: then uh, the brakes are out? and yes. he, he says, no sense in steering now. Right. I use that line all the time <laughs> because sometimes when your life is so out of control,
2: it's good. It puts the elbows on no it. So it's in Siri
1: yeah, now. You know, that's just it. I, and sometimes when I feel like my life is out of control, like, you know, yesterday when we went to see the Hooters play. Yeah. Um, we got back to the parking lot and our battery was dead. So we... It's not funny, but I'm, I'm... no, it, and you know things are like I I, I want to go home and, and yeah. you know, I like going no sense in steering now and yeah. going you know I'm, I just wonder what's going to happen I'm just going to sit and watch right and I I I quote
2: Strange Brew all the time I, well see those yeah. those are the kind of movies that resonate with me as like stuff like that or or the jerk from Steve I Martin you know like...
0: I love the jerk I love the jerk
2: but you say when when people expect when you say okay so what are the top three movies the greatest movies of all time but it's, they it's, don't say it's Strange you. Brew and the jerk but you know? it's you. You. I mean, those, the jerk is
1: the new phone books
2: here. He, yeah, he exactly. Hates
1: the, he hates those cans totally. I was born a poor black child. That yes. that scene where where he realizes that music resonates with him and his toes starts. To, yeah, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny every single time. It's, it's it might be the perfect film. I, I awesome. I, 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 I don't
2: feel so bad. I want I want to look like him. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> you were sent to ask to ask me uh, a question. Well, actually, three. Yeah. This is the first and only the first of the three questions, young man.
2: Okay. So, the first one is this is just something kind of, it's, it's kind of like who I am. Okay. You know, but I'm, I'm, I always am interested in how other people feel. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what this um, is all about. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so my first question is I want to know when was the last time that you got really excited and that, you know, uh, and, and did the end result. Match what the expectation was going to be, whatever it was like the last time you can sit there and think about just getting like almost hair standing up, excited about whatever it could be anything. And once that happened, did the expectation meet? Uh, we
1: like I keep talking about this because it, it was just a great trip. We went to Mexico, uh, in September, I think, and I was excited to go. We travel a little bit uh, because you know, we. We don't, we don't live above our means, beyond our means. We, you know, I, I live in a, it's a thousand square foot house with one bathroom. You know, it might, I can relate. Yeah. It's, we don't live, we don't live with, uh, out of our means. So we're, we were able to go, we occasionally go on a trip. And sometimes I feel like I'm bragging, I, but I, it just, I enjoy traveling a lot. Like, it, and it's, it's our, it's our one thing like Yeah, we, we love traveling. we like, I, I love getting lost someplace, especially in a, in a, uh, if I can go to another country and get lost in another country where I don't speak the language, it's the best thing in the world <laughs> to me. I, I, because I get scared, you know, I, yeah. I, you know, never going home. Someone's going to kill <laughs> right. me. What am I going to eat? You know that, but then like it's, it's my wife and I, and we'll, we, we'll start to fight a little bit. Because that's always what happens. Sure, and, and we don't really fight much. Like we, we, our voice will get elevated a little bit, and then then one of us will check the other one. It's like you don't have to yell, and like, I wasn't really yelling. <laughs> you know, I've never yelled at you. <laughs> um, yeah, like, but this is kind of fueled by fear. Yeah, Just, you know. I'm concerned that you're going to die. Right, right. <laughs> you know, um, but. Uh, Mexico City I was very excited about because I had heard nothing but good things about it It, it's a huge city it's one of the seventh largest cities in the world there's art and culture and uh I'd heard the library was beautiful and it is absolutely the most stunning building I've ever been to in my entire life I was I'll show you a picture when we're done it it it, it's it's uh etcher is that the guy with the yeah, stairs yeah. it looks like an etcher drawing okay it, and, and it's a library and, and it's it's beautiful
2: it, so like you have to walk up uh, one way and then you're next thing you know you're walking it, it, on the ceiling it, it kind
1: of it, it looks like that <laughs> and uh um I, I was looking forward to go it was like the only real thing I wanted to do except for go see uh Nick cave and I didn't even really want to do that uh yeah <laughs> I want to do it for the experience sure like I said I'm not a huge fan but I know why he's important yeah and, I, and, I can relate there's and, only a
2: handful of tracks that I'm into yeah
1: and and I know like he influenced other people that mm-hmm.
2: that I, I that I like he's important for the genre yeah
1: um uh but the the, the library was really on my list. And I got there, and it really just was beyond like how how beautiful I thought this was going to be, and it's just a fucking library. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool when
2: that happens. Yeah. So when you your expectation level is like you know at this level, you yeah. know at, at a five, and all of a sudden you you walk in there and it's in it's eight or nine or more. Yeah, like, like this it totally exceeds what I thought. Like I said,
1: I, I I've I've had the good fortune because of some proper planning and, and you know and and frugal living, uh, to to do some things. You know, to see some things. I I've yeah. seen Stone That was disappointing. Stone is disappointing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not big. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, have you been? I no, I haven't. Oh, but I feel like you know, you've seen, once you see the picture. Yeah, that's it, probably it. it, it you know, like it, I don't know that the, it takes a while to get out there. Yeah. You
1: can't really get near it, which I'm fine with. I don't want to yeah. tag it. You know. Sure. I don't, don't want to carve my Peter was here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm sure someone has. You know the Griswolds almost ruined it for us. <laughs> yeah, they really, but <laughs> classic. But uh, um, it, it was disappointing. We we went there before we went to Bath. Okay, A- and um, uh, uh, it was I, I could have just went to Bath and been totally happy going to Bath and not going to Stonehenge. But to answer your question, the library in Mexico City, which I didn't. that's cool. Yeah, that's uh, I always go with the what the the fir- my first instinct is. I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. Question number one for a young Mister Eric, Eric with a K. Yes. Always oh, is it that it's always that, or is that punk Yeah, it's of
2: you? It's, uh, it's Swedish. You okay. know, so my parents are Swedish, and that's okay. how uh, the whole K thing happened. Okay. Eric. I tell people it's because it's the correct way to spell it. The K <laughs> okay. sounds great, and you know, and, and a, a, a C just you know kind of balances out then you got a big E, a yeah. little R, a little I, and then a the K kind of like. You should put it those little
1: out. Motley Crue umlaut things <laughs> over something just just to fuck with people. Uh, question number
2: one for you. Uh, yeah. Why do we talk out loud to ourselves when we're, when we're by ourselves? I think because we want to validate what it is that we're talking about. Like if we're talking inside of our head, we're going to sit here and and say, you know, like, should I be talking like this? You know, but if you're actually verbalizing it, then maybe you might actually um, give yourself credence to what you're saying and you may follow through with whatever it is you're, you're doing. I don't really talk out loud that much but i have done it yeah and i feel like when you do it it's usually because you're trying to convince yourself that what you're (laughs) what you're telling yourself is something you need to do or you're like you're like oh man i really got to go and do this i really got to go and you know take care i gotta really gotta go cut the grass i think i do less than i used to
1: most of the time it's like that was stupid
2: (laughs) (laughs) i do that (laughs) that's
1: you know i'll be in here and I'll, i'll be editing and i'll cut something digitally thank god i'm not you ever cut tape oh yeah yeah well, you, back you, in the you, day you got tape and that that just grew yes <laughs> so digitally i like if i do something wrong i can just hit don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's very nice um but i'll, I'll oh, that was stupid and my wife will be in the cusp what and was like no i'm just being stupid <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a stupid peter uh yeah i don't i, I don't talk to myself that much anymore and I, i'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like by myself a lot because my wife works full-time she went well, she works full-time but she works um, four long days and then we have usually have a long weekend yeah yeah so i'm i'm home from seven till seven the, seven in the morning till seven o'clock at night it's just rosie and i and i talk to yeah. her a lot yeah you know so it may oh me, i do
2: that all the time me, i talk to the dog all the time does
1: your dog talk back to, no because my no. dog all our dogs have always had voices okay yeah, um, the the two ones that passed away, they both had—my wife's a speech therapist. They both had speech impediments, which my wife could never fix, and we, we think that's funny. <laughs> and Rosie's of German descent, so she she us a lot of that That's good, yeah. Right, right. Uh, the, the papa and the mama. Uh, question number two for you. In your yes. opinion, what is the most well-designed physical consumer product right now and why? Hmm.
2: Most well-designed consumer, physical consumer product. Sure. I, I initially went to the iPhone. Yeah. And that, that was like my You can use instinct. that if you want. Yeah, that no, was that's, kind of my instinct. Was, yeah. You know, it, it, but I don't know. It, it, it's perfect. It's it's very useful. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, it's, it's become such a massive part of our, our life and our culture now. You know, everything is so tied to this little device. You yep. know, I've got it sitting here in my lap. Yep. Yep. I did the know. music
1: through it, you know, and I, I love the fact that I, I can listen to anything. You probably had a huge punkin' cassette thing in your car yeah.
2: full of all your cassettes
1: yes you ever get CD, get cd
2: wallets and yeah. that kind of stuff you ever, yeah. you, ever,
1: you ever get one stolen in your car and your whole world comes to a, like a halt
2: you know i think i was one of the only ones in my group that didn't, didn't have your... their stuff stolen but i also was the kind of cr- guy that would put the stuff under the seat oh yeah like, no. i wouldn't leave them out perfect you know like i didn't have them on the visor like yeah. some people had those CD no, I, visors I didn't do that, yeah. it's like now nah, that that's that's asking people to go and take them and it's funny because like nobody thinks of cds as being having any value anymore but at that time i mean people would break break your window to to steal your hundred a cd (laughs) for a cd you know and then if you had an actual wallet and that was like the end of your world because you know each of those were like 20 bucks a piece i had
1: a a girlfriend this is right around the time i worked at the record store and i I, when i when i started djing got my turntables and used to make mix cd a mix mix cassettes this is pre CD burners. and she was really into like dance music, like, okay. like freestyle, like you know Debbie Deb and, yeah, yeah. and uh, Johnny O and uh, Karina and stuff like that. Yeah. And I have a warm spot in my heart for that Miami freestyle sound.
2: Did you go to the show that was
0: over no, at the freestyle I, explosion? I've
1: probably seen most of those bands. Yeah. I, I, because of this girl, I learned a lot about that stuff. And like I said, I like it. It's danceable. It's fun. It's it's produced really well. It's easy to mix. It's all like 126 beats per minute. And, yeah, know, it's, it's all right. Exactly. <laughs> it's all right around the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Stevie B. I mean, I, uh, anything that he touched sounded great. <laughs> right. And it had that one mixing point that you could just lay it down and go. And, but anyway, um, uh, her car got broken into. And some for some reason, they didn't take all her her Karina and Stevie B CDs and uh, cassettes they took all my mix cds cassettes oh, i keep man. saying all my mix cassettes that i couldn't get back yeah 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 and that was right around the time that i was really into like throw kill cult and nine inch nails and, and uh you know any of that kind of stuff yeah yeah so um you like yeah
2: i created these
1: things yeah. now i can't what I,
2: you know i can't don't get, have a backup of them or you anything like so. I, I finally
1: probably got that mix down and someone stole it <laughs> <them. laughs> Question number three for you. <laughs> that, that, the Kraken kicked in. Uh, from an evolutionary standpoint, what are the benefits of ideas such as ethics, morality, and conscience? Hmm. I'm getting
2: heavy. Getting heavy. It is heavy. I know, right? My questions are way lighter. When you hear my other ones, you're going to be like, oh my God. No, uh, trust me. We'll, we'll question in a minute. Okay, you're going to have to rephrase the question again. Because uh, I'm trying uh, to. from an evolutionary standpoint. From, from, what are the benefits of, of uh, ethics? Of and... uh, ethics
1: and morality and just having a conscience.
2: Well, I, the benefit is, you know, we're not living in a chaotic society. I mean, we are, we are living in that, but, you know, by having, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to, to, oh, let's just say it's not as chaotic as, as, it it, as, it, as it could be, Yeah, you know, by having morality and, and ethics, you know, hopefully um, what it's doing is as we evolve, that we're becoming more of a gentle, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, species. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't think we're doing, uh, you know, we're walking down the street and, and you know, hitting somebody with the head. a club with, and a girl. That. Hair. So we've already evolved a little, um, sometimes I feel like it's a uh, de evolution in a lot of ways, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but in other areas, I feel like we are evolving. So I, I think it's, it's definitely important yeah, yeah. that, uh, that we have ethics and morality and, and all that. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, we are evolving as a species. In some areas and others, you know, I feel like I said that we're, we're, it's de-evolution and, and there is an, a very important place where ethics and morality come in, you know, that we do need to, you know, still try to work toward becoming a, a more intelligent and, and um, you know, a calm I think <laughs> species.
1: It, I think it ebbs, ebbs and flows, though, you know, you, you figure there was a time when there was gentlemen and uh, you know, maybe yeah. John Wayne came around. He was a man's man. He, yeah. he'd, he'd smack a girl who had it coming. And then, it, sure. you know, no, no, uh, oh, John, nah. Wayne's, John Wayne's a dick. Right. You right. Know, uh, um and, you know, and then it, it kind of like, uh, and we got a president who grabs him by the pussy, you know, it, it, it right. it's, 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 uh, it, it ebbs and flows. It, it, but I, I, I think and I'll totally agree with that. I think we're, we're probably in a, we're in a pretty cuz The people are, are, are the people who are ebbing more towards trying to be decent people are, are being fine. And the people are not <laughs> the, the, the dickheads right. are, are, you know, calling us cities and, and I, 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 I can't figure it out, but I, I like, I, uh, I sat and watched uh, the Devo uh, the, the story of the evolution yeah, yeah. with my wife a couple days ago and she'd never seen it she's like what
0: the fuck is this
2: <laughs> it's bizarre <laughs> it
1: holds up in a weird way I'm gonna hit pause I'll let her out and maybe you can uh, I don't know if you need to do something
2: I, I just wrote back I'm gonna give my wife a call real quick
1: okay and... I'll let her out in this way if you need to so we'll, we'll be back in a second oh by the way uh Uh, Before I do that, we we have some sponsors and Compass Box Whiskey is one of them. If you like scotch, you should get some of this stuff because it is tasty as hell. Uh, What they're doing is almost like punk rock. They're kind of almost rethinking the way that whiskey is distilled it's beautiful like physically it's beautiful it's amazing they're 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 aging in woods that people haven't even thought of aging in Mm. check out compass box whiskey if it's not at your local liquor store ask them to get it if it's not at your local bar ask them to get it and here's another commercial right here we're smack dab in the middle of the madness it's the holiday season at some point you're gonna want a beer you're probably gonna want a craft beer red light red light beer parlor is the place you're going to want to go in-house brewing hundreds of different bottles 26 beers on tap friendly bartenders cool people just a dynamite atmosphere to blow off all the steam all the madness of this holiday season you can do all your shopping there they got gift cards they got t-shirts they got growlers they got crawlers hell there's no reason to go any other place other than Red Light, Red Light, and enjoy delicious craft beer for you and your family. They are located at 2810 Curien Drive in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District of Orlando. Go in tonight and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Of course, Little Indies has got a plan for you. New Year's Eve. Hell, they got a plan for you all next year and the rest of this year. Craft cocktails, craft beer, a cool comfortable environment. But let's talk about New Year's Eve. It's their Yacht Rock New Year's Eve celebration. Of course, it's December 31st from 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. Champagne toast, craft cocktails, and all of your Yacht Rock favorites what a great way to end the new year without the hustle and bustle of downtown in a cool place with cool people and great drinks Lil Indies is conveniently located right next to Will's pub at 1036 North Mills Avenue craft cocktails craft beers cool people Lil Indies let them know we sent you Question number four for you. What's the coolest thing you learned in the last year?
2: Coolest thing that I learned in the last year? um, That, hmm, God. Don't you love this when you get uh, somebody? <laughs> that no, no, that, have, that's, trust me. That trust doesn't me, have an you, answer. You're you're fine. That's, that's, that's My a... brain goes all over the place. I'm like, gosh, let's see what what's cool because I, I I don't feel like I get exposed to cool stuff very often. You have a you know, radio so, show, dude. So, well, now I mean, over the last few weeks, I've started doing the show. But yeah. before that, you know, I was kind of doing. I don't, you know, actually, the, the the field that I work in, I still I'm working in music, mm-hmm. and you know, basically, what I do is I, I I work for a content delivery company, and so what we do is I talk to record labels. And I get their music videos in and then we i'm one of the programmers and we like pick the stuff that's i think i know that and, label you know promo only yeah i didn't know i
1: i noticed that i didn't know it was still a thing i used to I have I, when i was spinning records they were always in dj yeah, they,
2: we, the, always the comps go out everywhere that's been so on one for, of the been on forever yeah yeah and and so you know i, I it's fun i love doing it but uh but anyway i you know coolest thing uh I can't even think of anything like you're setting up a podcast. Well, that is I, okay.
1: That's pretty cool. You have a Patreon. I haven't done that. I have, I have, but I just
2: haven't put it out yet. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, I, it, I will say, yeah, that, that it, it is uh, one of the coolest things is that we live in a time now where this is even an op- option, you know, cause for the longest, uh, for, for many years, you know, the, um, You know, the radio industry was controlled by just the big corporate giants, and that was it. And the idea of somebody broadcasting out of their, you know, own spare bedroom, yeah, yeah, it was not even a possibility. I mean, you'd have to have you know hundred thousand dollars or more, whatever, to try to do something like that. And and now, you know, the fact that the technology exists where we can be in our own areas and syndicate out, you know, would just turning on basically not actually getting all this equipment or whatever um is uh i think it's pretty cool it's you know? the most it, punk rock thing ever
1: it, yeah it, it really is. is i mean the the uh i always wanted to be in a band i talk about this all the time on the podcast i, I always wanted to play music like any, any of these instruments i don't play my wife plays them uh but uh it, it's the fact that i i can do this you know, it, it, if I wanted to, this could be out to the world by the end of the afternoon. Yeah, like it, it'll be about a month before this comes out. I think it's gonna come out right before Christmas. Cool. Um, right
2: for my birth- birthday. But, but happy birthday! while you, yeah. you? Christmas Capricorn? Eve. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it shows you how much I follow no. Yeah, Capricorn because it's uh Christmas Eve.
1: Oh, my dad was uh, born on the the twenty sixth. I always felt bad for him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I dated a bunch of girls who were uh, born on the 23rd. I probably dated four Capricorns and never, ever worked out. Yeah. Well, we're getting along. Yeah, yeah. Well, We can date. We're no, pretty yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Question number five for you. Did yes. I, did he, did, oh, we were talking about something. Uh, question number five for you. Uh, in what... <laughs> question number five for you. Ugh, that, that rum kicked in. <laughs> I, 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 I never thought I was good at this. In, in your opinion... When does middle age start for humans?
2: (laughs) It's funny because I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, since we're living longer, I'm not sure if middle age – I think middle age starts when – it, it, ten years older than wherever you are at the moment. Exactly. You know, yeah. I think. I think wherever you are in life, yeah. you're like, oh, well, middle age. I'm not. I'm not middle age yet. That's ten years from now. So you know, somebody who's in their 30s is going to think, you know, the middle 40s is middle age. Yeah. And, you know, and you're in your 40s. You know, I'm, I'm pushing 50. Yeah. So you know, to me, middle age 50 is a middle age. Uh, that's more like 65. <laughs> I like, like you. You. <laughs> you know. So I think. I think. Uh, you know, that that's uh, kind of how I think we're going to continue to evolve and look at it Yeah, it's because you know we're living longer so you know if we're gonna live to a hundred then that sounds know, terrible uh yeah i i don't know that i want to be the hundred years uh adult diaper wearing yeah you know, that, that's all that. that's
1: really just the, the i don't you know and as long as that I, my dick works yeah and i can walk around i'm pretty happy yeah you know i uh i'm i i've i saw my dad get sick you know, and I, and he, he did it with such grace. He never complained. He, he, there was one time when he looked at me and he, he said, don't get sick. And that was the only time I ever heard him complain ever. Cause he was just having a bad day. Yeah. And, uh, if I could be half the man he is, I'll be okay. But I, I, I couldn't face the the disease he had the way he did it
2: yeah i can't i can't even imagine my father passed away suddenly i'm sorry you know so it's uh, like uh it's sucks it sucks sucks. it totally does yeah and and uh, but fortunately you know him and i had a great relationship and uh you know the last uh Four or five years that he was alive. Yeah, you know we had a lot of like you know sitting out on the back porch talking. That's hanging the best. Out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know because after the the what I put him through in, in my teens, <laughs> I, I'm sure you're right. Like, oh my god! Yeah. No, it was all the sneaking out of the window, going to visage and all that but stuff. But that's what so.
1: everybody does that though. you I got news for you. Your, your parents probably did that. Yeah, at, at least once or twice. Everybody does it. The kids aren't. I mean, I don't I have nothing to base this on other than just my opinion. I don't even have children. Uh, but I don't think kids are any worse than they they are now than we were then. It's just they have different options and they can get caught more <laughs> because they have phones and stuff like That's that. That's true. You know, it's... and And the things that you see happening... Well, I mean, there were more shootings. It seems like, but the 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 things that you see happening are they're they're more focused on. You know, it's like, yeah. look at those children do this. You sure. know, but the,
2: things were always happening. It's just it's now it's on like at Fox News more. Yeah, I kind of struggle with that that whole thing because I I sit and I think about it. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's not that these things are occurring more. Maybe it really is the fact that we just have access to everything and that there are cameras in our pockets. So every yeah. freaking thing gets uh, Sensationalism. recorded. Sensationalism, exactly. You know, so um, maybe it's it's more of that than, you know, because you see you see people, they get so passionate. Um, one of the things that, <laughs> this will probably be annoying to uh, a few people, but that, that fascinates me is I love, I don't want to see people getting super angry, but for some reason it, it it's, it's so interests me to see people get super angry about about things that are extremely trivial, like the people that are very passionate about that eyesore on I-4, eye that actually get violently angry about the idea that this building still is sitting there unused. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many things, that there's things like that. Like, that's just an example. Uh, and, and I it, get
1: I get angry because it's a tax deduction <laughs> for a church, <laughs> like that big okay, gun well, park the, that was down the way. I, like, well,
2: the, I can understand yeah, that. That, see, that. Now that you was attach was, a reason to it, but see, a lot of people don't. They yeah. just say... I don't like it. It's yeah, an I, eyesore. I, I, it's it's actually know. kind of a pretty building. <laughs> but but uh, I, I, But because it's sitting there yeah. empty and and we all can it, agree that it, something it, should be done with it. It will never
1: know? be a building. But At some point, it's going to get knocked down.
2: It probably will. Yeah,
1: structurally, but, it can't be any good being reined in for the last 15, 20 years. <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> but the but the idea of, you know, when I see people get extremely passionate and, and deeply angry about, and it's not that I, I'm enjoying watching them you know, get that upset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's something that is intriguing to me that when I watch them get so deeply emotional about things that are extremely trivial, but we all, do, I'm sure I do it too. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sure there are things I get really upset about that do not matter. I get
1: ma- I get mad at dumb things like that. I, I, I just get mad at things. I don't get mad at people. I'm right. I, I think I'm pretty good about cutting people to break. Yeah. You know, you're all concerned because you're running late. It's like, shit happens. You know, I, I, it's not the end of the world. You know, at all. I get mad at my my driver side window in my car doesn't roll down anymore. Yeah.
2: It's like the biggest problem in my life. I have I have the driver's side seat. Only one side of it will go back. Oh, it's that's, electric. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I hear. It go, and only one side is moving. And yeah. like, you know, my knee is kind of like rubbing on the side of it. And I'm too cheap to go and like just get it fixed. You I'm, know, so I, I'm I can relate to I'm perfectly
1: content with being middle-aged. I, it took me a long time to get to that. I mean, I'm 51. And I think I'm getting towards old. I think I got, I think I, to me, the number when I feel old will be 56. I think 55 was when I was a kid, it was my favorite number. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. I was a geek who had a favorite number. Um, but 56 to me seems old. But I'm, I'm, I'm the last year or so, I felt like maybe I'm slowing down a bit. Like, and not even the last year, probably in the last eight months, probably like this year, I, I've okay. noticed that I've always been relatively slim and, and I, I've, I, I've noticed that I can, I can eat whatever I want and drink yeah. whatever I want and not, and like I have put on weight and and like, I just like, it won't go away now. <laughs> like, I just, it's not, it's not, I was able to do whatever I want now. And like my wife told me, uh, we were talking about being in Portland when the alarm played. Uh, she went, wow, you, you put on some weight. <laughs> like...
2: Oh, oh thanks, yes. she's You're like oh I'm telling
1: you because you know you you the podcast you drink some and, and it's my job
2: <laughs> right. I have to drink that back off me woman <laughs> no. I have to do this the name of the podcast is scotch <laughs> sponsored by a beer company I have, I have to, to drink, drink. <laughs> scotch. it's not my fault I don't want to I think it's hilarious yeah. that like so you you've you've named the podcast scotch so you have to have Wait, You have, haven't had any scotch no no but you still but it's it's centered <laughs> around around yeah. you know having uh drinks yeah, yeah. so so you know you, you you're tied to that so you have to go to your wife and say when she's it, like it's my job did you drink today <laughs> you, you you have to go honey okay. how many times have we gone through this honestly this is my job i have to, this scotch is in the name very rarely <laughs> do i get drunk at these things anymore like
1: i it's the last time i was just hammered drunk during one of these was the hundredth episode but i remember going I'm going to get really drunk. (laughs) And and I got blackout drunk. Nice. I don't remember most of it. And I remember I woke up and I had this, I've done something horrible. (laughs) What happened? Shit! I recorded last night and I had like, I I had to put it out. Like normally like everything's in the can. Yeah. But I had a special guest for the hundredth. The guy who was on the hundredth episode was my first guest on the first episode. Okay, cool. Uh, And I normally don't have people back. Yeah. But, uh, um, Oh, I got, I got, I got hammered. Like <laughs> I don't remember podcasting, and it, through some pretty creative editing, I it sounds sort of normal. <laughs> uh But I at the beginning when I didn't have sponsors, I would just drink. Like it was just me and my friends just talking, and that was what it was about. I, sure, my only sponsor was me, and, and you know I I didn't really care because I could write the podcast off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I have sponsors, so i, I very rarely do I have more than a beer or two in yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, i could save that I like later. trying to be trying yeah. to be like professional look, 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 look at me I'm an adult who saw that coming <laughs> yeah question number six we got like uh, three more sure uh, and this is an email and they are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson uh, go check them out they're all local they're about Central Florida and the good things about Central Florida they are local beers and local food and they have local bands play there's local art in the wall they're open seven days a week I think I probably should check they're over in the uh, the Milk District at 2432 east robinson street the nook on robinson tell them that you heard about them on scotch and good conversation that'd make me real happy they're nice people they're pretty cool go check them out uh you can email us over at scotch good conversation at gmail.com I don't read well. I think we discovered this earlier. So this might sound be... good to me. Nah, no, it's all smoke and mirrors, dude.
2: Um, The, the title of this. Do you one... listen to me on the air. I'm stumbling all That the first time. one was a little rough. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I started out like it was an. And it was totally operator error. Yeah. Like yeah. They had the crossfader all the way over. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, <laughs> a Total, total tool. Now it's fine. Uh,
1: Were your kids in the room?
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so
1: they got to see dad fail. Ah, uh, You didn't fail. People loved it. <laughs> I think I heard Susie and the Banshees. I listened to some of that because I was in the car that night, so I think I heard some Susie and the Banshees. Was I wrong? I'm trying to remember if
2: I played them on the first. I don't know if I did it. I might. Maybe might I was have... looking
1: at a set list from one of the other shows. So that makes me yeah. feel
2: old, is now like it was only two weeks ago, yeah. and I can't remember if I played Susie and the Banshees on the show. i
1: rec- This is my third podcast this week. I can't tell. You. I, I recorded Wednesday with a guy named Chris Bell, a classical guitarist. Ooh, we're very all over the place I can't tell you who I recorded with on Monday not a clue (laughs) Um, and I and uh, I put out a podcast yesterday
2: see that's getting older
1: yeah that's what it is uh, like you know and I edited the day before yesterday too Uh, Marissa Maddox she's a DJ here in town she's a female DJ and she's pretty to look at too. Very cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, here's the email. It says um, the title is, so um, how can I get the smell of weed out of my cookie jar? I'm not saying you smoke pot, but, yeah. uh, but you've worked in clubs, so uh-huh. you know what it smells like. Uh, it says, uh, long story short, my mom wants to use the cookie jar, uh, my cookie jar for fudge. My cookie <laughs> jar reeks of weed. I've washed it nine <laughs> times and have pretty much used an entire bottle of soap on it. Weed smell never stuck to anything so long. What the hell? And it says make it stop in big capital letters. <laughs> it's my Darth Vader cookie jar too. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so see he, He's never been used for cookies, just weed supply. And it signs
2: Simon. <laughs> <laughs> See, until you got to the Darth Vader part, <laughs> yeah. I going just say, dude, break it. Yeah. Break it. Go get another one. Just, yeah, just it don't, accidentally don't tell dropped. tell your mom I dropped it while yeah, was Yeah, because it. it's too much of a pain in the ass to try to actually get that thing cleaned out. If you've washed it nine oh. times and it still smells like that, yeah. you know, uh, all right. Now, the thing is, some of these already smell like weed when you buy them. <laughs> You know, and, and I know, I'm sure they don't have, they didn't have weed in them, yeah, but yeah. they just, there's whatever in the manufacturing process. So it's possible, yeah. you know, that that may be going on. He may be able to sell it that way. He yeah. may be able to say, oh, like, mom, I don't know. I mean, that's, this is the Darth Vader one. It's always smelled like that. I don't know I think, what it is. I
1: think mom wants to use it for fudge, though. Yeah, time. so
2: that's going to make, so so it's going to make the fudge have a scent and yeah, it's going to. Pop gonna brownies. Absor- cool. yep, Exactly, exactly. This special brownie. So yeah. I don't know. Um. You know, my my instinct was, like I said, to break it, but it's Darth yeah, Vader. It's a Darth Vader. Wanna... one. I don't know if it's vintage or it's it's it's, it's uh. And I don't think you can yeah. use stuff like bleach. You know, um, no. yeah, you, know, you, you you something that's not gonna um, you know sink into the the food. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Man. I was gonna say I
1: didn't even think that bleach thing. I was gonna say uh, put some mothballs in there overnight.
2: I don't know. End. Yeah, because or... that's another one. Like you don't want anything that's because you're gonna be yeah. eating yeah the or food. Stuff vinegar. Vinegar is probably good. Vinegar is one of the ones it's that natural. You know, yeah, You'd probably.
1: I used to have a, an environmentally friendly cleaning company. I've done a lot of dumb things in my life, and I used to clean everything. Vinegar is great for everything. It's yeah, vinegar cheap. works. It kills germs. It, That's yeah.
2: probably the best bet because then you know even though it's not going to make the brownies taste that great, um, but it will more than likely overpower that yeah. scent.
1: Simon, we uh, Eric and I think maybe let some vinegar sit in it overnight, and then wash it with some soap again, and maybe again. And then uh, essential uh, oils. Did you do that? Yeah, I know, I yeah, maybe. Or or tell your mom you broke it. Yeah. And then just hide it. You should be hiding your weed anyway. <laughs> I mean, if it, if <laughs> no counter. doubt. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So I find a, you know, you could put it someplace. I I don't know. Here's the other thing. Yeah. We can't ask him because he's not here, but yeah. like, is it like a homemade Darth Vader, you know, cookie That's, jar? Yeah. It's is just, it just, one it's, that you could it's, still it's, go and buy? It's my Darth it Vader jar. Does it have any value to it? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, it may, it may just be worth it. If it's one of those that you could go to run and Target and get another one, yeah, just then just smash one. it. Just smash it. Or, yeah, buy one. just buy
1: one and give it to your mom.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah I, I, yeah, that's uh That might be the better route. Yeah, I'm sorry Simon, we're not much help. I, I would say uh vinegar. Yeah, yeah Vinegar a good... kills a lot of things. Uh it just like literally kills germs. Uh try some vinegar and then uh some soap. And then Eric says, smash it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Last resort. um, uh, One more commercial. Uh, Actually, two. Technically, this is uh, if you need a lawyer, odds are in some some sometime in your life, you're going to need a lawyer. I know somehow I haven't. I can't believe that. But if I needed a lawyer, I would use the Romano Law Firm. They are a central Florida law firm who has been doing it uh, for 25 years. And on a personal note, I say this every single time I went to high school with Daryl Romano. And uh, in high school, he said he wanted to be a lawyer. And he's been nothing but a lawyer his entire life. And he's very good at it. Uh, TheRomanoLawFirm.com. They actually do. Daryl cares about people. So I would use them. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's Cheese Shop. And they are here to help you get through this holiday season. Whether it's something for a recipe. Whether it's something to take to a party. Whether it's just dinner on a night that you do not feel like cooking. Le Femme du Fromage is here to help. Handcrafted cheeses from around the world. They've got beer, they've got wine, they've got stuff you can use for presents. Go check them out in the East End Market in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District. They are located at 3201 Carine Drive in the East End Market. They are Orlando's cheese shop. They are Le Femme du Fromage. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch, and good conversation. Uh, Your third question to me, please, sir.
2: Uh, Let's see. My third one is probably... Okay, so um, in programming an autonomous vehicle... Okay. Okay. Who should the car try to save first, the driver or the pedestrian? This is like a big dilemma wow, right now with wow. them. It, yeah. Because right. they have to program it, and, yeah. and it's going to have to make decisions based on however it was programmed. So does it come down to... Someone's got to die. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's, a, that's a really good question. Because it's re- that's yeah. legitimately something yeah. that will happen. Yeah. The, the car is going to have to make the decision, do I save the driver, or do I you know, sacrifice... You know, do I save? Who am I saving? Yeah, yeah. Based perfect. on how I've been programmed, never thought of that. How do I make that choice?
1: I think, uh, I, I I think it, it should save the pedestrian. I think because that
2: that person isn't making they just make. Well, I don't think because we walk across the street. That, let's that, say like yeah. this. Let me. like yeah. So you can give an endless scenarios yeah, here, yeah, but yeah, let's yeah. just set up a scenario so make it a little easier okay, to so make that, that. Yeah, I'm walking across. Let's the street. say. Um, <laughs> So it's you yeah. walking across the street. Yeah. Well, let's see. I think we already know what the answer is going to be. Yeah. But inside the car is a uh, pregnant woman on her way to the hospital, about to deliver a baby. Oh, take me out. And yeah, take me out. And yeah. and there's uh you know and yeah, and then that's all that really matters. It's yeah. in the car. Okay. Yeah. So out of the two, um, what should the, what decisions should the car make? Should that even become a factor to the car? Should that be programmed? if this there is a pregnant woman in a car, will they go that far to even program to that extent? That's, that's or will good. it just be, you know... Luck of the draw. Yeah. How, this,
1: how about this? 50% of the cars for the pedestrian, 50% of the cars are for the, the people driving.
2: So is it like a, like a rolls dice? It's a roll of dice. It's just dice. like, like <laughs> you
1: don't know. You don't know. The computer yeah.
2: just goes, it's like, oh, I'm up to number 10 now, so yeah. that means yeah. I have to save the driver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to feel like shit if you
1: get in that car and to kill somebody, but... <laughs>
2: I don't know because that's, that's this is the, these are some of the moral dilemmas that they're they're coming up against when trying to figure out how to program these vehicles. That's it's like, crazy. You know, Never thought of it. Well, if it's an older person that's yeah. walking across the street, well, they've lived their whole life, and inside the car is a baby it, or a kid. Yeah. yeah. So should the the computer should the computer say I'm going to save the people in this vehicle? Yeah, yeah. You know that's those are the things that they're yeah that, um, that and I don't want I don't want the, compu-
1: like the computer the computer the uh, computer making snap judgments either <laughs> I don't have to get a little bit too howl you know I don't want to worry about that um
2: that, that's that's really really super interesting I, I would, my next I do have an, a bonus question too but uh, if you want to give me quick go it's a real yeah. this is my bonus question and it's um, in all seriousness um, what would you do for a Klondike bar because that's a question that we've had since yeah, we were children kill a hobo no I wouldn't kill a hobo um uh i don't particularly like klondike bars i don't either no so
1: not not a lot <laughs> i do not even really like ice cream there there is this I, I can't remember the name of it i put up on my the facebook instagram uh, the, uh, facebook instagram the scotch a good conversation instagram yeah there's this it's like a four dollar ninety nine cent uh uh ice cream sandwich that they sell at publix and it's all natural and it's like made and Oklahoma or something, yeah, and it's healthy. Totally worth four dollars a night. It's like this big. It's worth four. Right. And every time I don't I buy them once every six months. Every time I go up to the the cashier at Publix, they'll go, "Wow, oh, four ninety nine nine." It's like it. It is so worth it. Yeah, <laughs> you it, don't know what you're missing. You have no idea. Go go get yourself one and have it for lunch. It's totally worth it. I can't tell you the name of it. Uh, not much. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do much for a Klondike I kind of,
2: after yeah. all the years of hearing that question, I've always thought to myself, I wonder if anybody's ever really answered that. Like I think what, they, what they really would do. I think what they, would they used they to be better. I feel like they got,
1: last time I had one, they were smaller and weren't as aesthetically pleasing.
2: The Yeah, yeah they, they have gotten smaller. And actually the only one that's even remotely interesting to me is the Heath Bar one.
0: Yeah, I can't you know, yeah, but,
2: I wouldn't do anything
1: for a Heath Bar one. Uh, yeah. All right. Question number seven for you. We have yeah. two more and the last one to throw away. And this one's a little, little long and I'm probably going to fuck this up. Uh, you're in a room with three people. You must. This kind of like your question. Yeah. You must make a choice of of these two. A. Choice A. You leave one. Per, you're in the room with three people. You must make a choice of these two. Uh, choice A. You leave one person in the room for certain survival. They will have to survive there alone, and it's likely that they will die alone. Choice B, you take everyone. The chances of survival are extremely slim, but if you die, you'll all die together. Now, to throw a monkey wrench into this, one person is your friend, one person is your lover,
2: and one person is someone you hate. Oh, wow. Well, I I, I feel like my instinct is like that I would probably want to save my wife and just have her I don't want her to be alone yeah that's that's, that's the heartbreaking yeah part. That, but but I wouldn't want her to you know I would really it would it would be a uh, one of those heart-to-heart discussions I would say look you know I don't want you to be alone yeah but I don't I would much rather you survive than me yeah yeah, yeah. so so, 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 so I I'm I would probably say you know are you up to trying to to make it together yeah if you're not up to that then I think you need to stay. Yeah. Because I don't want you I, I want to go before you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want you to have You're a so chance selfish. to to yeah, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I want you to have a chance to maybe make because you know, maybe she would make it out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that if I know that she's going to survive, then that's more important to me than than, you know, the Possibly. I think
1: that's the right answer. Yeah. I think. There are no wrong answers, but I think that's the right answer. I hope it is. I don't. We'll, we'll never know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number eight for you. Who do you know that I don't know who brings something to our little town or the world who could come and hang out?
2: Uh, let's see. Well, you you know, we talked about a lot of the uh, Orlando people. I mean, we, we probably know a lot of the same guys. And actually, you know a lot more people than I do. You I was looking over at, the list. I was like, wow, you've got some uh, pretty interesting people coming in here. I would
1: accept Jim Carr also, if you can pull that off. But...
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I'm that serious. That would be like, challenging. Yeah. But <laughs> no. Have you had Have you had Jim Faraday in?
1: Are no, I'd, I'd love,
2: yeah, I'd love to have her, Jim yeah. Faraday yeah. Would be an awesome person to yeah, have. He, he, if you want to sure talk he, about somebody who? has got some good stories and part of Orlando culture and a massive part of. The Orlando live yeah. music, yeah, yeah, scene, huge, you know, yeah. you know, this
1: impact on, on talking about. I was working talking about working at Kinko's. I mean, I've, I've talked to the man a million times. Him and Mike McCraney and yeah. Chaney, Cheney. I think Chaney. Chaney yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, she's not around. He with
2: McCraney's around some places, isn't he? I, I think he's still in town. He yeah. did have like he opened just, up a tavern for a little while on Fairbanks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's been doing recently because I haven't talked to him, I, him he a bit. He but just, Faraday is Faraday just bought a whiskey whiskey loose. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, um, yeah. I
1: just and they're gonna make it a music venue. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I, 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 uh, I think uh, the, the dude I mean, was talking about from the modern music movement has, has his hand in that somehow. Yeah, so. and he's,
2: he's got his hands in a few things, yeah. but, but that's the, the latest project that he's if, doing. If
1: you see Jim Faraday, do me a favor, ask him, and then send me a message. I can do that. Jim Faraday, you. if you're listening, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Remind the kids where uh, they can hear your thing and, and get, get you some money.
2: So Sunday Night Vinyl, obviously, on Real Radio 104.1, Sundays 7 to 10 p.m., And then to support it, you know, either if they'd like to become a sponsor, that would be awesome. But they can also support by just going to Patreon.com and just search my name, Eric. It's E-R-I-K d-e-n-n-i-s-o-n God, I you have to do eric dennison <laughs> yeah, don't don't do if denning. you do if you do that well denning i don't know that what that would pull up but also if you did ups and downs like yeah. the show is called the ups and downs mm-hmm. if you do the ups and downs you're going to get a ton of responses yeah, really, yeah. you know different shows out there calling themselves the, ups and downs some
1: really good pornos that that I, I watched because i was looking for that
2: <laughs> nice yeah oh. so when I sent like people like sidetracked to do it's easy it happens to me like all you gotta do is just shine a light and yeah. you got me <laughs> let's write um, mics. <laughs> you know the, uh, the, the when I was telling people to go there and I started seeing all the different responses and people are like having trouble trying to find it and that kind of thing I was just like okay look just search Eric Denison because that yeah. will take you right there Yeah, and then you know any or you know rel- rel- uh, any level that they want to support at mm-hmm. and, and you know the reward levels are there you know for things if they are You know, want to be generous? Then I have things that they can have that hopefully they care about. And
1: and and honestly, it's it what you're doing is important. It's very cool. Not only you, you you. bringing the, like, old music that we haven't heard for a while, but you're bringing, like, new music, and you you have changed the face of radio in this town. Oh, wow. Um, whether you know it or not. like <laughs> uh, I, I And again, I'm not going to uh, tell you I listen to you now. I probably will if I'm in the car, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you changed the face of music in this town. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you.
2: I yeah, Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the everyone else around me, though. Like, I just am, you know, lucky enough to be in a position where I can play it. But it was all these other guys, you know, like Leatherman suggesting uh, records. It was uh, Paul Vane, DJ at Visage. It was, you know, Kimball Collins at Beach Club and Dave Canalti and all these guys that, you know, shaped, uh, you know, my exposure to this music. We got a good talent for music. You know, I feel I kind of feel like they're the ones that, you know, set up the opportunity for me to even do this and and just being a huge music fan. But yeah, but I appreciate the the uh, accolade there. Look, rubber pen. One of my favorite things ever. Uh-huh. You're a dad. You get to do that. I'm just yeah. showing you. <laughs> um, I'm the king of the dad jokes, and I get that all the time. The, like my new thing is, like I'm always doing dad jokes, and my my girls both do the the eye roll thing. You know, I get the eye roll, and then just get the sigh. They're, they're gonna love that. Like, it, like I can guarantee it. And then I and yeah. then I follow it up with, I'll go hashtag truth. <laughs> okay. See so my like, that, that wasn't invented when I was. I'll like, throw my, in the hashtag, my, my, and then that, that that just sends them over. And they're like, oh my god, I'm leaving. Well, You're uh, so uncool, Dad.
1: Eric, I love you. I love what you do. Thank Thanks, you for brother. coming in. I'm I appreciate surprised it. he's not going ape shit. Her new thing is lately, at the end of this, she knows the podcast is out Oh, yeah. And she starts barking. That, normally, I would do all that that stuff about like Compass Box and and all of those sponsors that I've read the thing for. Yeah. i do that at the end. But
2: it, She's gotten hip to somehow, that.
1: Somehow, I mean, this is uh, episode, what did I say, maybe 167. Yeah. And she's been here for 155 of them, at least. So she knows when this is going to so, so if I'm talking like I'm counseling you, it's because I don't want her to go nuts. Uh, thank you for coming in. There'll thank be you. links to everything in the show notes. I'm talking about music. Uh, the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation was written by my buddy CJ Mask. He wrote, produced it. He can probably help you do the same thing. Um, I think that's it. Take care of each other. Love each other. Be nice to each other. Go outside and play. You know what? You know what you should do just do your own scotch and good conversation and have a conversation with each other. Have fun. Take care. See? (laughs) That's
2: funny. (laughs) She's like, that's my cue.
1: (laughs) Have fun. Take care. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: FT Media Production.